<laughs> is this your kind of music? Yeah. It's a little too aggressive for me, but uh, <laughs> my friend made it for me, so I just went with it. I like it. Yeah, like that's it. cool. All right, we're live. How are you guys doing? Hello, hello. hello. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. This us. is going to be a blast. I've, um, there's, there's so much that we can talk about being that we've all been working out for a long time. I imagine you guys have been working out your whole lives. Yeah, I've always been active. Uh, I didn't weight train until I was 18. So what were you doing before that? Uh, cheerleading and dance and volleyball. Okay. Just a lot of sports. And stuff, yeah. Mm -hmm. But no weightlifting? Yeah, no weightlifting until I was 18. That's when I got into I was into, I was in football and all that. I did the whole college football thing. It was a division two, but um, it was college football. Even division two is hard to play. Like yeah. everybody that plays college ball is there to play, you know? And you're so used to high school kicking ass. Oh yeah, and you like, can't even do shit at the Division two college. Where, you know? Where'd you go to college? Silver City, in, okay, uh, Western New Mexico University. Okay, I went That's there cool. for two years. Uh, then I came back to UTEP and then the criminal justice. Oh, nice. And um, uh, my trainer got me into bodybuilding, and I just fell, fell in love with the process of you know getting shredded and taking your body to the next level. So yeah. all my discipline and love for sports, I turned it and I just transferred it to bodybuilding. Right on. Yeah, well, that's cool. You got you got to keep doing something. It's uh, I think it's pretty common for two things to happen to guys who play football when they stop playing. Either they get really fat because they keep eating mm -hmm. the way they eat football when they're in yeah. season, right. or they become bodybuilders, or you know they, they find some other sport to yeah. to occupy. You I, know, like powerlifters. Yeah. And a lot of them go into uh, criminal in the criminal justice field. I had read somewhere that a lot of football players that's interesting or athlete, athlete, athletes get into the criminal justice field. I, I guess because it's more body, you know. Yeah, maybe. I think, what's his name? Uh, he, he's from El Paso, Greg German. He played for the Dolphins oh, and, wow. and somebody else. Uh, yeah, he went to Franklin High School. I think when he got out of the NFL, he, he went into law school. Really? Yeah, yeah, I think wow. so. <laughs> That's interesting you mentioned yeah. that. What did he play? I, I don't know. Dude, I don't know anything about sports. I follow a little bit of mixed martial arts. Oh, you do martial but arts. But that's huh? about it. Yeah. 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 I've never really watched football or basketball or anything. Uh -huh. Did you yeah. do wrestling? No, I did not. I, I, I tried it out briefly. I think I was on the team for like a month. We had one, th that year that I wanted to try wrestling, the football coach at Coronado, and this was in high school, uh, we, uh, our wrestling team, I think, had quit that year. So they told the football coach to become the wrestling coach, and he didn't, do, he didn't know anything about wrestling. <laughs> and he would just spend the entire practice just yelling at us and <laughs> just basically talking shit. You know? yeah. I was like, dude, I, I, can't, I can't have this. So, yeah, no, I just went straight into MMA. I mean, I had, I started, I started lifting probably like 13, 14 years old. I started going to the, to the YMCA. Um, I would just walk teachers. there from, from high school. I just walk over there. What's that? Good, good, good uh, mentors at the gym that helped you out or you just got it on your own. No, not really. I, I tell you the first place where I started learning about how to work out was a gym called West Texas Barbell. It was over, it was on Mesa Hills 12, 13 years ago. Uh, no, I don't remember. Yeah, it was, was a little owner? small gym. His name was Greg something or or, or, or another. Um, and he, he called it West Texas Barbell after Westside Barbell in Columbus, Ohio. Have you heard wow. of that gym? Yes. Yeah, I think we've talked about Louis Simmons oh, before. Like oh. everybody who works out has heard of Louis Simmons. Mm -hmm. um, and so he, I think he, he did, that's where he got most of his education. And he, um, he set up his gym sort of to resemble that facility he had a lot of the same equipment the same training methods which i still follow today i think it's highly effective um and so that's he's the one who really opened my eyes 
to working out, but I was, I trained there for like maybe eight months and then he closed the move to California. Wow. And, uh, I started buying books at that point yeah. from written by Louis Simmons and watching yeah. his videos. And what did he, um, go do over there? Same thing. I have no idea. You didn't keep up with it. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's, there's a story there. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. There's a story there. Yeah. Uh, there, there was a little bit of trouble. Um, but, uh, he, he ended, I, I don't know. I don't know what he's doing there. Yeah. No. So did you did you guys meet through working out or how, how did that happen? No, actually, just mutual friends. Through a friend, yeah. Another mm-hmm. site. I gotta get that out of the way. I don't. I don't. <laughs> get in trouble. Yeah, the, get the work items out of the way. Um, well, that's cool. And uh, but you were already both were, you know had been working out for years at that point. Were you already both competing as pro? Um, what what is no, it? So, what what, um, do, what does IFBB stand for? First International of all? Federation of Bodybuilding. That's what I figured. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So uh, no, actually, I was doing pageants um, when okay. I first started dating him, and so that's how I got into the weight training because you need to be like fit for the bikini portion. Yeah. Um. So I was learning about how to be eating right and doing all that. We'll stuff get her ready him. for the yeah. bikini. And all that. It would get me ready for the. So she get disqualified because she was too ripped. Oh, not really? disqualified, <laughs> but I would get part like marked down for being too yeah. ripped. Because my metabolism super fast, so I would just get ripped right away when I was really young. So okay, uh, so I did that, and then he was always in bodybuilding, and I would always watch him compete and be super Ooh. proud of him and everything. And then, <laughs> and then um, he told me one time, he's like, you know, there's this new division. It's called bikini. You should really try it. Uh, so I tried it, and the first time I won, and then I was addicted. I started yeah, winning like all the undefeated. amateur shows. Oh, she nice! Mm-hmm. Win, like five wins, win, 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 win. Mm-hmm. Nationals, win. Wow. Yeah. So she, I, I got was, like, undefeated. Bro, it took me two years to get my first place. I got the fifth and then third, fifth, and then finally after two years, it was first. So she got into the, the pro league, which you compete against girls from Switzerland, yeah. Colombia, yeah. like all these places. Like, hardcore. And she hasn't Brazil. been able to like place yeah. not even top five, you know? Mm-hmm. And it yeah, kills her because she's never lost. Yeah. But I tell her, you just, it's part of it. It's your yeah. hobby. One like thing would be like level. living from it and like, you know what I mean? You'll yeah. be super stressed out if you're not winning. But if it's just your hobby, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's good to be like super uh, dedicated, dedicated to it, but mm-hmm. not like ruin your life. Like she'd be crying like if she didn't place you know, in the car. And- yeah. The thing is the amount of discipline that it takes to get on stage. Yeah. Like so much work that you put in and yeah. then to not yeah. place. It's She's like, doing oh, an hour and a half of cardio a day. Oh my God. With that yeah. metabol- It's like you doing that because you guys have like, kind of like the same metabolism. Yeah. And imagine doing an hour and a half of and then an, an hour, hour in the wait. morning, and then uh, that's a lot. Yeah, that's yeah. a lot. It's cool well, when you're young. When you're in college, you know I mean? <laughs> but yeah, when you're older, it's like, yeah, yeah. Well, just I mean, just the the how the amount of time that it takes to to, to actually do that. Plus, you're running a business, you're training clients all day. Yeah, you still got to do your meal prep. Probably, I don't yes. know how you do that. We'll, we'll talk <laughs> yeah. about that in a minute. Um, I'm curious about how you how you plan your uh, your 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 meals and all that. Um, speaking of metabolism, I heard you talk on your podcast. One of you had mentioned that a woman's metabolism slows down dramatically after about age 24. Yeah. I've never heard that before. I've always heard that. Really? Yeah. I don't know if it's bro science. <laughs> I don't know. I've either. always known that. Yeah. Do you do you feel a difference, Liz, in your in your metabolism I now? Do, actually, like before when I would get ready for a competition when I was under 25, I could get ready in like six weeks. Now it takes me a good 12 to 15 weeks to really get to my goal. And do you still maintain the same sort of um the same body fat percentage as you as you used to back no. then, or do you go? Do you just let yourself go more now? And that's well, right why it's now harder I'm to get bulking, back. which is like when you're trying to eat a ton of calories to put on muscle. Yeah. Because for since my metabolism so fat, it's still fast, even though it's slowed down since age 25. But um, 
uh, I had to eat a lot to try to put on any weight. Right so on. I put on about, I, I'm about 20 pounds up from my stage weight right now. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. What's your stage weight? Uh, 120. Right wow. Now, 140. Cool. And what, really about, what, what about, what about, oh, definitely. Yeah, what about for men? Do, do you think the same thing? Like 24, 25, we slow down or? I don't know. Um, men actually, you've seen it. Men put on muscle faster. They see results faster. Like even with clients that I'll start a couple, uh, um, a guy will lose 20 pounds and the girl will only lose like seven. Yeah. Like true. an older, like let's say they're 42. I actually have a couple right now and he's about 41, 42. The girl's about 32. 233 and the guy lost 20 pounds just doing the intermittent fasting high protein low carb and the wife or the their fiance seven pounds yeah i think it's "Hmm." because the woman's body needs to hold on to fat because of all the baby making stuff there's there's that yeah Yeah. Yeah. and you have it naturally body fat yeah yeah, yeah. once uh lizzie's under a certain uh body fat percentage like is when it's super low the girls stop menstruating right yeah, and that's yeah. that's not healthy. That's that's yeah. a point of uh, like years. What what body fat percentage is that for you? Like what like seven eight percent? Yeah, like seven or eight. Yeah, and that's super low. Whereas a man yeah, can can just hang out at about eight yeah. percent, and it's probably not great. Like I don't really check my body fat percentage, but I feel like around ten is where I'm comfortable, where everything yeah. is just kind of good. Yeah, maintainable. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think lower you feel deprived. Yes, yes, and the, and then and then yeah, I mean it's and that's why those those extreme drops like four or five percent some male bodybuilders get as low as two percent for competition yeah, do you know what's the lowest you've ever been for a contest because i've seen pictures of yeah. you dude like that one that yeah. huge banner yeah. at the gym you know what that's the best you look I've ever, super I've ever lean on that one and um there's a couple of ways to do your body fat and one um if you go do the one of our friends has a shout out to xr imaging well they put you into like a medical grade uh machine uh-huh. where they scan you and everything and oh, it's wow. like legit. Like the guy has to calibrate it every morning because it's medical grade. Wow. So you'll get, uh, we went, huh? we got yeah, all disappointed. Like all, um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like all disappointed. Red, we're like all red. We're like 3%. And I yeah, was like 12 like, or 15. Yeah. Because we like, it was like super accurate. And I was like 15%. Yeah. And I was like, what? Like, yeah. 15% right. though. You yeah. were probably yeah. close to competition shape at 15%, yeah. Yeah. right? I thought I was already like, yeah, but you know how when you say you're probably like eight or 10. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 But I guess because it's medical grade and I guess they right. check like body fat. You know how normally you'll do the, the pinching uh-huh. technique? Yeah. Yeah. The pinch test. Well, yeah. I think that one gets even like your butt, everything, you know? Yeah. 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 And it's cool about it is that they tell you if one muscle is bigger than the other. And so you can kind of um, balance yourself out better. So they'll tell you like this, this thigh is an inch bigger than this thigh oh. like, and then there's like a an image and you'll see where you're storing body fat more like it's your body and it'll show what's highlighted do you really need that to know where you're storing no. body fat yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I think people yeah, <laughs> i think most people know but i guess it motivates for them huh? what's that yeah, it's, it's motivating like, for them yeah and for it's fun that like numbers and charts and everything i'm not into that charts and all that it's too much i just wing it you know it's too much. Well, how much um, how how much documentation do you do when you're working out? Because I see people at the gym sometimes, and I can't figure out if they're there to work out or to write a book. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like yeah. they do a set, and then they sit there taking notes, and then I'm like, like I felt great on this. Set. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm like, they take people. Some people carry notebooks with yeah. them in the gym. I'm like, dude, all I need to like all I need to write down is is some records to have an understanding of where my strength levels are. And like, I want to know how high my box jump is to measure my explosive power and things like that. So do you take much notes? 
You know he what? Did. When I was younger, I was. Yeah, when he when was. I was like in college, I was so obsessed with the sport. Uh-huh. Like that's why I laughed when you were guys like diary. What were you saying about diary? About your diary, like yeah. this lift. I, I felt honestly, great. <laughs> I would have that. I would do my meals, and then at the bottom, I'd be like, how I felt that day. Like, it was like <laughs> I felt bloated. I felt this. It was probably because I ate this. Uh. Because I heard that Dorian Yates, which is like a legend in bodybuilding, yeah. for every Olympia, he had a training, a training notebook and a diet notebook. So I just started following wow. the grace like that. And it makes a difference. Like uh, in bodybuilding, a staple food for bodybuilding is oatmeal. And to me, oatmeal always made me retain water. Mm. I don't know what it is or what, but I would start writing it and be like, why am I so bloated today? Oh, you know what? I ate oatmeal in the morning. Mm, wow. I guess I guess from that point, it's it's probably a good thing because then you can really look at what you're doing and identify where to make changes. And then you can really monitor, like you can switch one variable at a time. And then, and then see how it affects you. A lot of people go full extreme and they go, oh, I'm just going to go carnivore diet or yes. I'm just going to go vegan or I'm yeah. just going to eat this instead of kind of taking it one step at a time because yeah. it takes a long time to actually figure yeah. out. Figure out what's messing with your body. Yeah. But for, for lifting, you don't, you don't write too many records. No. Like, like you know, I, yeah. I, and I understand if somebody says, okay, like my one rep max on, on mm-hmm. the deadlift is 400 pounds. But now people are not even doing that. They've, they're, um, I've been reading that it's super dangerous. So what they'll do is like they'll give you a five rep max and they'll do like an equation and it equals to. I've heard about that. Yeah. yeah. I don't think that works though. Yeah. Because strength endurance and absolute strength are two different things. And just and if you can do, I, I don't think the equation is accurate. Oh, no. I, I don't think it works. The only way to truly know your your absolute strength is to do a one rep max. Oh, that's right. why body. I mean, that's why powerlifters do it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, and if you're not if you're not in sports, really, if you're not a high level athlete, you don't need to do a one rep max, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, what's yeah. the point? It's um, dangerous too. I always feel like it's dangerous. Yeah, it can be. I think the long term effects are of, of lifting really heavy weights are what what's what's dangerous. Like you look at powerlifters that have been doing it for twenty years. Their knees are banked yeah. up. Their their necks are banged yeah. up from having nine hundred pound bars. I on tore their backs. my chest muscle doing a three three plates. I did two, on the bench. Yeah, I did two reps on the second one. I was stuck in the middle, mm. and I'm like, take it off, take it off. I took it off, and I was I couldn't even like. It was all purple. So oh shoot! How long ago? No, no, like five or six years ago. A while. And um, even now, like you go like that and it's dented in. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Did and you did you not get surgery? No. Okay. So it didn't completely detach. It just tore the muscle a little yeah. bit or something. Uh-huh. Yeah. But it, no, it looks like, I don't know what it happened, but it looks like an indentation. Yeah, he didn't go to really? the doctors or anything. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. okay. <laughs> doctors, man, doctors oftentimes will just tell you to stop working out. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Like I was having a conversation one time. I had lower back pain years ago. And I was talking to this physical therapist and he goes, uh, well, you know, I suggest you stop working out. And if you want to stay in shape, just go on a brisk 20 minute walk three times a week. <laughs> what? I was like a brisk 20 minute walk. I'm like, my grandmother does more than that. You know, <laughs> She does a 20 minute walk with a cigarette in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah the, the, uh, the doctors. Yeah. They just, they, they, you know, oftentimes they're just not informed about, about, what the body can do. Yeah. You look at you look at a lot of them, they're obese. You know, it's well, like, even like <laughs> I'm gonna I get started, training advice from you. When I started training some doctors, you'd be like, You don't know this, you don't know what carbs are, you don't know what protein is. You mm. know, you're a doctor. Like I would I was a kid and I was trying to teach grown doctors how to eat. And oh, I was sure, like, sure. I felt so intimidated because of their level of, you know, yeah, yeah. Degrees or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I think I think there's a very uh, very small portion of medical school that covers nutri- nutrition. I yeah, think it's like like hard. maybe like two weeks or something. Like mm-hmm. it's super, super short period yeah it should definitely be longer because nutrition i think it's so. like the answer to everything i believe like i think you can fight cancer or anything with with your nutrition yeah 
Well, I mean, it, it's in, in terms of like people who go to the doctor and say, for example, they complain that they have no energy, right? And, and maybe instead of looking at their nutrition and their sleeping habits, they want to try to prescribe this or that. And it's always like, let's see what kind of medication we can give you because they can't even have a conversation about nutrition with the patient. And some of that has to do with there's no time for it, yeah. right? Like if you're a doctor and you're seeing 60 patients a day, you know, if you, if you do the math in an eight hour day, I don't know how many minutes that is per patient, but it's whatever it is, it's not nearly enough time to actually get into the, the person's lifestyle and understand their eating habits. Are you yeah. eating too many carbs? Are you having donuts for breakfast every day? And all that sugar is just messing with your, with your glucose levels and you're crashing afterwards and all these things. They just, you know, your body, you have a lot of inflammation because your diet's terrible. Maybe it's the, um, maybe it's the, um, uh, what's it called? What's the stuff in like uh, pasta? Gluten. Uh, maybe it's the gluten you know you know what i mean like they just don't have time to get into that yeah, yeah. no it's true so that makes sense that's part of the problem but yeah i think i think nutrition is huge um with your i, I asked you a question about this uh, one time and, and you've already touched on it a couple times right now with the bilateral deficit like where you look at your your left back is a little bit or your right back is a little bit different than your right uh, than your left one after i injured my knee years ago I cannot get my left quad to catch up to my right yeah. quad. Yeah, I was. I had my leg immobilized for a month, yeah. and it atrophied so much. What do you do for that? Do you like when you're doing? Let's say I'm doing something for quads, like leg extensions or or, or backward sled dragging. Do you do an extra set on on that on that smaller side, or do you do more reps? Or how do That's you how I do you program for that? Extra on the yeah. What I've been doing like, is just like try to have like perfect form, no matter if it, like. I used to work out with two plates like all the time. That was like my normal 10 to 12 reps, you know? And now I do a plate and a quarter max. And okay. I can't put, even if I try, I can't push it up. But what I did start doing, I started doing a lot of upper upper chest movements. So if you look at my chest without a, like if I were to take off my shirt, there's muscle on top. Like I build actual okay. muscle on top. Upper that pec. helps it look aesthetic more. Okay. Yeah, my upper pec is really developed, you know? And for me, I have sciatic nerve on my, uh, like the pain on my left side. And so I've been trying to do um, laying hamstring curls with just one leg at a time. Like on my right leg, I could do it at like 40 pounds. On my left leg, I can barely do like 10 pounds. So I noticed that my right leg was always helping the left leg. And that's why it's staying weak. So yep. I'm trying to yep. just individualize and strengthen that left leg without any sciatic pain and rolling it out and everything, you know. Right on. Yeah. That's why doing, doing single leg or single arm stuff is important. Like, like doing dumbbell work is important because it, it addresses the bilateral deficit issue. Yeah. Um, but so you do the same amount of sets and reps. You just make sure that each, each side is doing all of the work mm -hmm. the same. You're that's, not compensating with one side. Everybody has yeah. different theories, you know, but I just do that. Are there any theories that you think are nonsense? Uh, no, I actually I always welcome stuff. Like they'll tell me stuff like, and I'm like, I never like, I'm always humble to accept new stuff. Sure. Like I'm always like, that yeah, makes yeah. sense. Like if you tell me something, I'm not going to be like, no, that's not true. That sense. <laughs> I give it a chance. I'm like, that could be true. You know, that's how I've always been like that, you know? Okay. Unless it sounds super stupid or that. But like, then, but the then source. you, <laughs> right. But then you try it and you yeah. go, well, this, this, this is not working. Yeah. 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 And you look at your source too. There's like dumb kid at the gym telling you stupid things, you know? <laughs> yeah there's always that <laughs> there's all you know every now and then there'll An be <laughs> uh, every now and then there'll be somebody you know not not just at your gym at all yeah, gyms uh -huh. that i'm looking at them i'm like god i really want to give them some advice yeah. you know but <laughs> I, it's not it's day. not my job to do that <laughs> it's not my upset. position yeah, I, yeah 
you know, it's rare, but every once in a while, somebody will ask me like, Hey, what do you think about this or that? You know, it's usually like a younger kid who wants to learn. And I, I love that. I love yeah. when, when people oh, yeah. actually want to learn and they're willing yeah. to ask others for help. Cause that was yeah. me. That's still me to this yeah. day. I mean, that's one of the reasons yeah. I wanted to do this podcast. You know I've got I, things I, I like, want to uh, ask you. When I, I help out a kid like that, I tell myself, you know, this kid's always going to remember this. Mm -hmm. Like he's a little 14 year old kid when he's 25, 26, he's going to be like, Oh, I remember that guy, Jimmy, that, Tell me how to do flies, you know, yeah, yeah. a fly combo or whatever. You yeah. know what I mean? Because you make that impact on the kid. Because guys like that at the gym, I used, I used to work out in Juarez. And I was blessed to have really good teachers that were, you know, like ex-bodybuilders that I learned some movements that in yeah. the U.S. I had never seen people do them. You know what yeah, I mean? In Mexico, the training is a lot different. Yeah. Really? It is. Uh -huh. And they're really hardcore. I bet. Like they're training. Yeah. They'll, they'll like push you to your air. Mm -hmm. So your legs can't move anymore. <laughs> yeah, like super hardcore training. And I have a, a trainer now um, that's been getting me ready for my professional competitions. And he's from Mexico. So I was like, I'm going to go with somebody from Mexico because they're hardcore. And his workouts sometimes take me two hours. And I'm oh, like, man. dying. So hard. And she translates everything herself. Oh, yeah. 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 He sends <laughs> it to me all in Spanish. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. Um, are, are, you, are you fluent in Spanish? Is yeah. that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, well, that's doing not too much of a problem. So. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so what are like, what, what are the work, the workouts that your trainer sends you? What's mainly the difference between those and the stuff that you would do on your own? Um, I've gone through a few different trainers. So, um, I went through this one company first, that was like a bunch of girls that help girls out and like a sorority um, of, of competitors. It was really cool. <laughs> yeah, That's it cool. was really cool. And they'll send you like yeah. your nutrition. So, and everything. Yeah. So every month they'll be like, Hey, there's going to be a national judge in, Austin to doing uh -huh. this show, there's going to be a, a, a national judge. Like, they would give you like the insider scoop on where yeah. the judges were so that you could get your face in front of them before you go to nationals and stuff like that. Oh, they would help you pick it's your pretty bikini. interesting. It's like mm -hmm. if you if you're doing MMA and then there was like a group of guys that had like a, a chat room. Yeah, that's what I was like, thinking when you said like, hey, that actually. There's going to be a competition in Austin and there's going to be so the so gonna be national judges like, there. Uh -huh. You should get there to get your face out there in front of, uh, I don't know. It was like kind of like that. Yeah, so I did that for a while, um, and their workouts were pretty tough. Um, and then I went with this other trainer from L.A. that he's really popular. He's got a ton of – but he just had too many girls. Like, he had a lot of girls, cutter. and he would mm. – it was just very cookie-cutter. Everybody was doing the same thing, yeah. uh, so I didn't like that. So I wanted something more individualized, and I contacted this trainer. I've been working with him, and his workouts are super intense, and he feeds me a ton of food. I'm eating six ounces of protein, six meals a day Jeez. with, uh, like, Every five meal? ounces of carbs. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And uh, we always like to get somebody. I've always had that that uh, to get me ready for a show to kind of see like somebody looking from the outside in. Yeah, yeah. Like, when you're looking yeah, at yeah, yourself, yeah, it's for sure. Yeah, yeah. That that's always great. Like even with with um, with martial arts, I like to I like to do two things. I like to have people there watching me when I'm when I'm sparring or grappling. And I like to have it recorded and watch myself because then yeah. you spot areas too that, that right. you, you know, yeah, like, you know, like, stuff. like, like when you do a, when you do an exercise in front of the mirror at the gym or, or if you do it without looking at the mirror and then you look for a few reps mm -hmm. and you go, Oh, I'm not going high enough high or enough. I'm yeah. not doing, you know, yeah. that's that. So it just gives you that, that extra set of eyes basically. Mm -hmm. So I was, I was going to ask you something else about what you just said. Um, oh, how does, how does your, your trainer monitor your weaknesses? Like you, are you constantly sending progress pictures? Yeah. yeah every week I send progress pictures. Okay. And so it'll tell me you need to go heavier on your glutes, her go shoulders. heavier on your shoulders. Yeah. Okay. She's been trying to get her shoulders up. So 
for so many so years. Long. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you guys are so fast uh, metabolism. Don't you think that has something to do with it? Because I put on shoulders fast. Your shoulders are huge. But fast, we're not even trying hard. Really? Yeah. I still can't believe that I weigh more than you. Yeah. Like when you were when we were talking last time and you were like 200. Yeah. Well, you were cutting at that point, right? You were getting uh, ready I tried for to a contest. Like, yeah. And I was, I was like 10, 10 pounds away from my show weight. Yeah. And I was like 205. And I'm like, dude, like what? Like you're, you're, <laughs> but you're taller you're, than me. But your back yeah. is but huge. Six, one? Yeah, probably six, six, one. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like five, that. 10 and a half, five, 11. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, all right. I don't feel, <laughs> I don't feel as bad like now. Yeah, Yeah, I don't know where I get it from either. There's only like three people in my family that are six feet. Really? <laughs> yeah, me, my brother, and one of my cousins. We have uh, like 90 cousins. Uh, it's just like me, my brother, and one of my cousins are hit, hit six feet. What nationality are you? Lebanese. Lebanese? That's yeah. cool, man. Yeah. Um, have you always lived here? No, no, I was born and raised in Dubai, actually. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's so amazing. Cool. We want to yeah. go. That's one like our, oh, let's one go. Of our dreams. Yeah. <laughs> let's go. We're trying to uh, get uh, BSN to take us over there because there's like a big okay. uh, convention, fitness mm. convention. Mm. You know, so we're really trying to like there. sneak our way over there. Yeah, bodybuilding is getting really big over there. Yeah. Right. They just want to do the biggest and the best of everything. everything yeah. that's, I, I mean, the biggest grappling tournament in the world is over there. It's the yeah. Abu Dhabi Combat Club, ADCC. That, wow. They have a gym yeah. uh, called uh, Oxygen Gym. And it's all these guys that are super rich the, yeah. the, from over there. And every bodybuilder knows, like, they'll go over there. It's like Rocky. They'll go for, like, three months over there. and or like, uh, six months. And they'll just train and eat and huge, train and, like, and they huge. get huge. And, really? and they One give guy, them their yeah. injections and yeah, everything. There. Everything, like, because everything's uh, legal over there. Is it really? Yeah. Bro. So then um, the guys, what they do is, um, there was one that said his experience. He said, I came from the, I left my wife in LA he came over here and he said that after two months he said I'm leaving that it was like you were like in a your meals were like timed you when you go to the gym you have to call because there's going to be a trainer there helping you out like training you wow it was like to the but he thought it was too obsessive you thought it was, but I would have loved to do that imagine yeah yeah yeah, no that'd be cool (laughs) it's like you getting ready for MMA and then there was like a a training camp. The training camp. Just nothing but super serious people around yeah. you. Yeah. Five meals a day. Yeah. Right? Yeah. No, that'd be awesome. For sure. That's kind of like yeah. when those when those guys are on the ultimate fighter and they're all in the fight house and they're just there with their coaches. And for six weeks or eight weeks, whatever it is, they have no cell phones, no computers. All they do is just train and eat That's awesome. and wow. fight. Yeah. It's I think I think there's there's something pretty it's cool like about that style. life. Yeah. But I wonder how long it would take before you're just like, uh I can't do it. I'm sick of this. This is like the military. Yeah. (laughs) What, three, four months? I think. Yeah, I think like three months after three months, you would get it. Yeah, I think so. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I used to, I used to really want to go to the uh, Abu Dhabi Combat Club. Now I'm not so sure. Why? When I decided to stop cage fighting, I lost all motivation to compete in martial arts. I would do the grappling tournaments in between fights to stay in shape for fighting Mm -hmm. and to keep that mental edge, like that mentality of, I got to go out there and, and, and have a fight with someone. Like keeping that discipline. Yeah. Yeah. It always just kept me on track and I wouldn't cut weight for the tournaments. I wouldn't peak for the tournaments. My training would be the same. It, it's basically like if the training's on Saturday, 
I would think of it as like instead of me going and grappling for two hours at the gym on Saturday, I'm going to go do a tournament. That's the best because your yeah. weight wasn't fluctuating. You weren't getting weak. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So best. I just kept pushing all my all my weight training, all my everything, just kept pushing everything. And then I would peak for a fight and then I would feel amazing for the fight. Like two weeks, you start cutting down on the volume. And then, you know, all, all I do is just focus on my weight cut. And then by the time fight days around, you just feel great, wow. feel super strong. Yeah, I think that's a that's the bodybuilding is probably the only sport where when you compete you're at your smallest and your weakest. Yeah. Right? Like all other yeah. sports like yeah, a powerlifter when you compete when you're, you're at your strongest. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Do you ever cramp when you're flexing on stage? Yeah. I always yeah. wonder. All the time, bro. When <laughs> really? on the way to that so show. Bad. How do you hold your pose? Just, just keep holding. <laughs> it. <laughs> it depends on your coach. Like do you know how some of them have little tricks and tips for know? a cramp? I don't no, know. No, no. <laughs> for a show. Okay. Some of them will make you cut your water. Some of them won't. Some yeah. make you cut your salt. Some Do you of them take won't. like potassium pills or something? Yeah. Uh, yeah, diuretics. You know, you could take diuretics. Um, those cramp you up. You know? I, yeah, I'm sure because they dehydrate. And you. when I was younger, I used to take them. And as I got older, they would hit me really bad. Like I started cramping up so bad. One time we were on our way to the UTIP show. I was going to compete. And on my way over there, I sneezed. And my cat, my abs cramped. Yeah, I like pull over. Oh there. man, your ab cramps when you sneeze. Um, not when I sneeze, but if every now and then I'm flexing yeah. for a selfie, yeah. <laughs> I get yeah, a little cramp. Like, oh, yeah. Does it stay like thirty seconds? Like oh, like that, or just um, like, oh, I kind of I, I stretch oh, yeah. like I open up my my torso and mm-hmm. like yeah, as soon as I go like this, yeah. I feel it. It's always right here, and yeah, I feel it uh, right here at the top, right? Yeah. So we were like we were like ready to call nine one one because I couldn't even get up. Straight. Oh no! Yeah, it was bad. That's pretty bad. I had a really bad cast. But lately, I've been having a, it. Like I said, it depends on the person that's helping you out. Like the last, per, excuse me, the last person that helped me out did not make me cut my water, do anything drastic, and I felt great, no cramps, no nothing. So it just depends, you know, who's helping you out with that. But yeah, I we guess were watching so. um this this fighter show. It's called Kingdom. It's probably like have you pretty, heard of it? No, have you heard of it? No, it's super cool. cool. Yeah, so we watch it and we were like comparing it. It's so much like bodybuilding, like the whole like depletion process yeah. and everything like we were like oh i didn't realize it's really it's cool so much i like, 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 like the guys are like uh with the sweats and doing the oh, oh dude yeah yeah. Uh-huh. yeah i used to i used to do rounds we do like an hour and a half at one point we were training in my coach's garage it was shortly after he closed his gym and the only place we had to train was his garage he had a two, two-door garage and it'd be like eight of us in there in the summer oh my God. and i mean you just dude man we i would down a bottle of water after every round and you still, you just couldn't take yeah. in water fast enough. Wow. Like every round would be a bottle of water and you sweat out in a couple minutes. Yeah. yeah. Never really got any cramps back then though. I That's did wrestling in high school. Maybe hamstrings every now and then. How'd that go? Uh, a year, I did a year and I lost a lot of weight and football was like my goal. I got into wrestling to help me with the balancing and they would say that it just goes hand in hand. To help you know? before football. Uh-huh. I can see that. And um, I got on it and I was playing defensive end and I went from, I was super small in, in high school. I went from like 185, 190 to like 160. Mm. And I was wrestling at 160. And uh, I told the coach, no, that's it. After this, I'm done. He's like, you're losing all the body fat. You're just going to get all muscle now. And I was like, nah. But I didn't know anything about nutrition. Like nobody ever taught us about protein and (laughs) nothing. I still don't. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We just kick our asses, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You just deprive yourself of everything. I'll just be like, oh, I'm just going to eat plain grilled chicken breasts and egg whites. (laughs) And that's how it cut weight, man. I'm surprised I never had arrhythmias or... Or like like real bad muscle uh, damage, you know, damage to the tissues or something like that. Because I don't even know how I used to recover from my workouts. Maybe it's just because I was so 17, 18. Yeah. It's probably what yeah. it is. But yeah, I mean, when I would cut weight, cut weights for fights, I wasn't taking any vitamins, minerals. 
Because if you start eliminating all the fruit when you're cutting weight, I don't know if you do that, but the yeah. idea is that fruit has a lot of sugar. So you want to eliminate that at a certain point during your weight cut. You should probably be supplementing with vitamins because you got to get those vitamins from somewhere. Yeah. Right. What do you guys think about supplementation? Are you big on that? Yeah, I'm really strict with my supplementation. Um, Shane just kind of always wing it in there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but me like whatever my coach tells me I need to take, I, I always take yeah. it. Like and you know what I saw? What are you taking now? Um, right now, since I'm bulky, I'm not really like super strict with it, but I take my probiotics. Um, uh, I take the vitamin A, vitamin D, vitamin C. Digestive enzymes. Okay. Digestive enzymes. Well, carnitine. How about no, protein, creatine? Oh, when I, oh, right now I'm doing protein and creatine <coughs> and glutamine and, um, what's the carb stuff called that I do? Yeah. Have you seen that? Like when you're working out intracarb or something? No. You drink carbs while you're working out? Yeah. So I it's like a hundred calories that. a scoop or something, right? Mm -hmm. It's like a hundred calories. And so it's like just pure carbs that you carbs and sugar. But it's like clean carbs. Like you don't get fat. Like it's like. What? Mm -hmm. What do you mean? Bro, look at it. It's called intracarb. It's, called it's like a. Carbotine? Carbotine. Just look intracarb. Let me see. I'll, I'll try to pull it up. Intracarb or intra workout carb drink. Intracarb. Yeah, so I drink that all during my workout. All those supplements. I don't mess with that. I feel like I'll get fat. <laughs> <laughs> well, you just said it doesn't you make you fat. But it is for when you're trying to put on size. Like I only take that when I'm trying to put on size right now when I'm bulky. Is there a particular brand? Because I yeah. typed in intracarb drink and a bunch of them came up. Which one do you use? Carbotene. Carbotene. I use the one from from GATS. GAT. 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 Germany. GAT. Technology. Carb drink. But we're sponsored by a BSN, so BSN gives us all of our supplements, but they don't have a, a, a carb drink. They don't have one. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Oh, I got it. It's like a like a gray and blue. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Continue. Yeah. I don't know if I can pull up a picture of it right now, but anyway. That's cool. So what does that do for you? It just gives you energy through through the workout? It gives you energy and it helps you put on size too because yeah. it's like just fueling the muscles with carbs. It's great. I think it's great for you guys that have a uh, fast metabolism. Yeah, you should try it. I don't know about that. I eat plenty of carbs already. Yeah. I'm from the Middle East, man. Pita bread. I was born oh, with, yeah. with pita oh, bread in my hand. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah we're, we're big on bread in Lebanon. We're really big on what we call... Um, Literally, if you translate it to English, it's called dry foods, like bread and cheese, right? Like we just do a lot of that. What do you recommend a restaurant if you wanted to get Lebanese food in El Paso? Oh, man, I'll cook for you. that's kind of like, you're like, ah. What's it called is, is pretty good. Alibaba on, 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 on Remcon, I think. Yes, I've heard of that one. Yeah, right there on Remcon by oh, Luby's, where okay. Luby's used to be. Yeah. No, right. no, that's uh, no, that's oh, Sumble. No, Remcon is like near uh, near the Home Depot and, and Walmart on Mesa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. By yeah. UTEP is Noor. Yeah, Noor, Noor is pretty good. Okay, I haven't been there in a while, but um, yeah, last yeah. No, ah, I mean, it was pretty good. Yeah, it was pretty was good. good. I think yeah, good. we should try that one from Remcon. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> what's your favorite that you recommend? Like, a like what's your favorite dish? Oh, jeez, man! Like I don't, it. I don't remember what what I what I had the last time I went. Probably any kind of chicken kebab or or beef kebab, something like that, you know, with with some rice. Or I went to bread. one over there, uh, on Mesa, where uh, Nomi is. Yeah, across from it, there's a gas station, Circle K. There's like a shopping oh, center. Oh yeah, around you there. had some lamb or something there, right? Where at? Like near Thunderbird, the tasty yes. kebab. Yes, yes, yes. yes, oh, yes. Tasty kebab is good. Yeah, they're Iranian, yeah. but that's a good restaurant. Oh yeah, yeah, I like them. 
yeah, yeah. And in, in Las Cruces, if you're ever in Las Cruces, Santorini is really good. The owner's Lebanese, but it's, it's more Greek style, which is very similar. I really like Santorini. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, like, I like that restaurant. Yeah. Once New Mexico. Once New Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> it's a mess, man. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I go there for work every now and then. Um, used to go once a week, not so much anymore. We have friends that are but, business, uh, business sure. owners. Yeah. So they've been like messaging They're having us. a hard time. They've been asking us for advice. You know how we stayed open? The gym stayed open? Yeah. They're asking us, how did you do it? And we're like, well, we're talking about the well, You guys the fought Texas, the power. Thank yeah. you for that, by the way. Thank you for keeping the gym open. Thank you. Yeah. Well, yeah. the Texas governor said that nobody could supersede his orders, which this judge was trying to do. He's so, still trying to do it. Yeah, he's yeah. still trying to do it, but nobody can supersede the governor's orders. But, so in, shut Mexico, it down. but in New Mexico, the governor agreed to it. Yeah, yeah. the governor said they had to shut Oh, down. you wouldn't so guess it if you drive through Carlsbad. Man, because I've been through Carlsbad a number of times because part of my territory for my with my other job is Lubbock. And I go through Carlsbad hops to get to Lubbock. And when you're going through Carlsbad, nobody's wearing a mask. I mean, the clerks at the gas station, at the stores, nobody's got a mask on. It's it's amazing. And as soon as you get to the New Mexico border, there's a big yeah. sign that says masks required in New Mexico. Yeah. But nobody's adhering to it. Wow. Yeah, I think here we're we're everybody's oh, yeah. been pretty everybody's good about it. Everywhere I go, everybody's and we have we, we, we have crazy today. numbers, really. That um, we just keeps taking it off. No, uh, he refuses to wear it. Oh. And the way I see it is, if like let's say you, Jimmy, you had a restaurant, out of respect for your business, yeah, I would yeah, do yeah. it because you're a friend. I'm like, you know, I don't want you to get in trouble. Yeah, yeah. You know, this guy just refuses to wear it, and he says he has medical issues. And I was just we were just uh, talking about it that we don't know how to approach it because I had heard. That if you try to make somebody and you have medical, then they have medical issues, you can get in trouble. Do they have medical issues, or are they the just? Guy supposedly, says but he hasn't does. showed us anything. So, as business owners, though, you can you can it's a, it's, yeah, it's up to you who you want to let in or not, and see if you feel like it's going to be a problem for you. you just tell them, look, man, either I need I need that medical documentation, or yeah. you got to find another place to work out. I mean, it sucks because you don't want to lose a client, but. Yeah. At the but same time, that's like, those are decisions you got to make. Out, you know, when they see him without a mask. Like, yeah. Yeah, man, my, my only, the only difficult thing for me with the mask is not the breathing. That's like anybody who's in decent shape is not gonna have a problem with the breathing. Just when I'm kickboxing, when I'm hitting the bag, because it keeps going up into my eyes. Oh, and I want the boxing gloves on. I like, oh, I try to pull it back yeah. down. It doesn't really work. <laughs> so sometimes I do, sometimes I do the thing that I hate when I see people do. I'm guilty of it where I put it like just at the tip yeah. of my nose, yeah. <laughs> you know, to keep it from going into my eyes. But you have to. Like last time I was doing lunges and I like doing lunges like from the, or the start of the grass to the other one. Uh-huh. I was getting dizzy. Like I couldn't breathe. I was like, oh, really? Yeah. And I, Dude. and I do cardio every day. Well, I, could, I was all like, your cardio like, needs more cardio. Really? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what's happening to me? <laughs> uh, yeah. Man, years ago, I used to train with the elevation mask. You ever mess with that? Does it feel the oh, same yeah. or no? Dude, you just feel like you're breathing through a straw. Yeah. Like put a straw in your mouth and and plug your nose and breathe through a straw <laughs> and try oh to work God, out that never. way. Yeah. Does it help? Is it like really? I think it probably all it does is, is it kills brain cells. <laughs> you so, yeah. Well, you're so oxygen deprived. Yeah. Right? I mean, I, I've done no research on this. I don't want to knock the product. But after using it for a while, I was like, is this actually helping me get better as an athlete? Yeah. Or is it just yeah. something that people think like, oh, I'm going to wear the elevation mask and then I'm going to have better cardio than my opponent. It's like, or you could just train a little bit harder or swim. Like yeah. swimming is the best thing for, for increasing lung capacity that, that anybody's ever discovered. But at one point, I also started noticing, again, when we used to train in the garage, is a lot of the guys, because we'd keep it closed. 
right? Every like every few rounds, we'd crack it open for what? a little bit and then we shut it back down. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I started to notice that like after a few rounds, a lot of the guys are really depleted and the quality of their training goes down dramatically. They're not like they're grappling, but they're so low on oxygen that they're not really grappling to their best ability. And their technique is suffering and they can't go as hard. And so it's like, yeah, you're giving your lungs a great workout. You're getting accustomed to high temperatures yeah. and low oxygen, which is which is good for combat. But at the Are same you time, your, you're sacrificing the quality of your perform. workout. And so I don't know if that's a good thing. I'd rather yeah. do more rounds or go a little bit harder yeah. in my rounds. That's a good way. To and have enough oxygen. It's like a bodybuilder going zero carbs. Like, you know, you feel like crap. Your workouts suck. You can't you know? lift. And well, that's interesting because a lot of people who do keto, they're zero carbs and they just say that they're, they're great by getting, they feel great by getting their body to switch from metabolizing, uh, carbs carbs to fat, fat, which I just don't think is, is like that. That's bro science. (laughs) That's bro science. The first thing that your body metabolizes for energy is carbs. That's the one thing I learned in college. I studied kinesiology. My concentration was exercise science. The only thing I learned is that the first, the first thing that your body breaks down for energy is carbs mm-hmm. and then it's fat and then it's protein and the only people who really break down protein for energy are like marathon runners like once you've been exercising for hours and your hours, body becomes catabolic yeah you've got nothing left and then yeah. and then you start diving into the protein that's when you start breaking down muscle tissue and you really want to avoid that if you can um but same thing with bodybuilding too you start getting smaller losing size if you do what like. cutting your carbs like that your yeah. protein, zero carbs. So it doesn't work for bodybuilders. What if you're eating a lot of fat? Like what if you're eating jars of peanut butter? You know what? Uh, through personal experience, I've done something like that. Like I tried doing the whole keto thing. Yeah. And you feel deprived. I did it for like three months. You know, I like to do things, see if they work. Yeah. Before I knock them out. Yeah. And um, the amount of sacrifice that you do is not worth the progress that you do. Like being on a middle, moderate to low carb diet, I've lost, I don't know, like, 15 pounds in two months and the same thing with keto i've lost six to seven pounds but you're so deprived because everything has carbs you cannot eat anything mm-hmm. what know? i've seen like from keto is i've seen this like not maintainable but if somebody needs a ton of weight to lose and they really like mm-hmm. cheese they really like fats it works for them for that short amount of time to lose a ton of weight yeah but it's not like, yeah, almost all those diets work for a short amount of time. I heard this guy describe it as the honeymoon period where for like the first month you feel great yeah, because you're just giving your body different nutrients than what you normally do. Cause a lot of people, and again, this is, this is assuming what's, what's recognized as the standard American diet where you're just mm-hmm. eating a jelly donut for breakfast with a cup of coffee. And then you're having you know, whatever for lunch, like not, you're yeah. generally not healthy. And then you say, Oh, well, I'm going to go vegan. And then now for a month, you just spent a month eating a lot of vegetables Veg- and fruits mm-hmm. and you're like, Whoa, I feel great. But then is that sustainable? Are you going to keep feeling great for a while after that? Or are you just going to, are, are you also now depriving yourself of other things that your body also needs? Yeah. That's the big question. That's a good know. one. I had never heard of it, but it, it does make sense. Yeah. I went through it with, uh, I tried keto for a little bit for about a month. I felt great. And then I just couldn't, I had uncontrollable sweating. Really? Like ridiculous. Did you get cold? You know how they say that? No, I just like, I couldn't like, I'd be sweating through my suit jacket right now. Oh, dude, it was horrible. It was horrible. And then I read up about it and it has to do with the increase of ketones in the blood. Oh. Yeah. And another side effect was bad breath. Like, dude. Really? Oh my God. Like, 
Yeah, I, I'd be like, what is going on? And I didn't think about it. It took me like two weeks to figure it out. And I'm like, what is going on yeah. here? And then I read about it. It's actually called ketone breath. Yeah. Yeah. Where, yeah, the, the increase, the rise in ketones in the blood has those two side effects, wow. sweating and, and bad breath. It's crazy, huh? Yeah. It's not worth it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think so, man. Yeah. I think you just eat, eat, eat a balanced diet. Yeah, balanced. Yeah, exactly. and you're, it's, it's, uh, this Friday, I'm having my sister on who's a dietitian. Oh. And uh, this guy I train with, his name is Dr. Garcia. He's an orthopedic surgeon who is very athletic and he's trying the carnivore diet this month. So we're, we're going to get into all that wow. this Friday. I yeah. have a, a client that I just got and he did the carnivore diet. He lost a lot of weight. Of course you do for me, a little. Like, yeah. Crap. But I then felt so bad. And I, I didn't ask him more, but he told me, I felt like shit. He was mm. just telling me that. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. He got it from, he's a Joe Rogan. Super, <laughs> no fucking Joe Rogan. Uh, he got me to try keto. Is that, is that guys? That's yeah, 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 that's a great meme. I've seen that. Yeah. Oprah for guys. He's like Oprah for guys. guys. Like, yeah, that's He's hilarious. Cool. Yeah, I'm gonna have him on the show. <laughs> you will. I don't know when, but <laughs> someday. Yeah. Um. When let, let's talk about wrestling a little bit and and football because like one time i, I the, the way i found out you played football is i was using that neck harness at the gym because mm. i like to train my neck yes right the two the two the two most injured body body parts in sport i feel are the two ends of the spine the neck and the lower back so i do a lot of stuff for my neck and for my lower back and you rarely see people train their neck but you look at football players and wrestlers go back like I don't know, 20 to 30 years, like in the 80s. Yeah. If you saw a big guy with his neck up to his ears, yeah. he played football. Yeah. If you saw a small guy with his neck up, up, up to his ears, he was a wrestler. Yeah. You don't see that. Anymore. You wouldn't roll on your, ne on your neck. Neck bridges. Yeah. yeah. Neck bridges and then the neck harness. You, you yeah. said you used to do a lot of neck work when you played football. Tell us I was what obsessed. about that. I was obsessed with football. Like football was my life, you know? Yeah. And in my dorm, I would just get a, that harness. Uh -huh. And I started with a quarter. I would go up and down. I get on the edge of the bed and let it hang and just go up like that. I go sideways. Oh, oh you're going to knock down the camera. Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so then um, my neck was huge like that. Yeah. And at the time I had a girlfriend that would tell me, your neck looks horrible. You should stop. Uh, oh, she probably neck. didn't work and out. I stopped. Yeah. So I stopped. Have you ever told him his neck's too big? No. <laughs> I, like I stopped. Yeah. 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 I stopped. And bro, the next year I started feeling everything. Cause you're so used to hitting people and not feeling it. Yeah. Anything, you know? Yeah. And I was just, Oh, yeah, well, these are your shock absorbers. Yeah. yeah, like your traps are your shock absorbers. Same thing for fighting. Same thing for wrestling. You get somebody who puts you in, a, in some kind of choke and they're twisting on your neck or, or you're getting punched. And I mean, these are these are the, your stabilizers. All You know, those are all your stabilizer muscles. I wonder why nobody likes neck anymore. Yeah, and I started doing 45. <laughs> <laughs> right, maybe. maybe. <laughs> yeah. So then what'd you do did you after, after you, your neck started hurting, did you go no. back to the neck work and, no. and, and oh, found know, another girlfriend? I or? No, I never, I got, that's when I stopped uh, doing football. Oh, really? I rode the bench for two years. And mm. I was just like, no, that's it. You right. know, like I came back, stopped working out completely. And I saw my trainer like at Albertsons. I said, I saw him at Albertsons and he's like, Hey, where you been? You know? And I was like, no, I'm done working out. It's just for football. Oh. And he's like, get into bodybuilding. And I was like, uh, in my underwear on stage? I was like, no, thank you. <laughs> and he's like, just go to one of my shows, and then you could talk crap if you want. But just go to one. So I went to the Mr. Juarez. Bro, I had never seen anything like it. Like, the whole auditorium was packed. Seats packed. There was people sitting on the steps because there was no chairs. Wow. It was like you were in a rock concert. Wow. So a bodybuilder would come out and, ah, ah. I was like, 
That's nice. a bit unusual, yeah. isn't yeah. it? I was like, oh, in Mexico, it's like a it's a big really? Yeah. So I was like, I was like, what is this? You know, guys with veins on their abs. And I, I talked to my trainer and he won that show. And I told him, bro, like, and all of them had girlfriends that looked like Lizzie. I was like, <laughs> I want, and I would see my girlfriend. I was like, you know what I mean? <laughs> so then um, um, I was like, you know what? Um, uh, can you get me like that? And he's like, well, it's not going to be easy, but you can do it if you apply yeah. yourself. And I was like, okay. Started working out with him. Um, he told me, you miss three times. I'm not training you ever. And I'm like, oh, yeah, of course not. I will I like never that. miss. I have discipline. Yeah, I like that. And I would close the gym at 12. I used to work at Gold's Gym back in the days before it turned into EP. And I would close the gym at 12. Um, actually, I, it was my idea to stay open till 12 because we used to close at 10. And I told the owner of EP, which was a Gold's Gym, let's open till 12. And he's like, who's going to close? I'll do it because I needed more hours in college. Yeah. And he's like, all right, let's do it. What was it going with my story? Uh, that you would you would close the gym at twelve and then oh, you have to train I had to at go five. work out at five, right in the morning. So oh, I get home at geez. one like and then have, and I would tell him like, please just let's work out at eight seven. I could do later. He's like, no, it has to be five. Oh, I missed three times. On the third time, he's like, get the f out of here. Oh, and I was like, really, bro? Come on, this no, get the hell out of here. I left, and I was like, I stopped working out for like two days, and I was just like, you know what? I'm just gonna uh, do it myself. Like everything that he taught me. So I started doing it myself, working out. Uh, like two months later, I saw I was at the gym and in the bathroom, like flexing, like, you know, when you look at yourself in the mirror and he walked <laughs> in and he's like, you're ready to take things serious? And I told him, yes, sir, I am. And first place, first place, Mr. Juarez, Mr. New Mexico, Muscle Mania champion. And nowadays you can't do that to kids. Like they're so freaking. Yeah, like, they're too fragile. That's Their parents will anybody. jump at you. I don't train anybody yeah. for competitions. Really? Because I have never found anybody that has that discipline. Oh, interesting. Wow. That's so tragic. I coach people for competitions because they quit. They quit or they 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 didn't do everything right. And then they blame you. Like, as a coach, like, you probably messed up somewhere in your diet or Mm. somewhere. As you know, you would try to get that girl. Uh, She got upset. Yeah, I had like this this client from out of town, but she was just like, you're not holding me accountable enough. And I'm like, hold that's yourself your job. Yeah, like, yeah. You, that's yeah. part of the discipline of being a bodybuilder yeah. is you yeah. hold yourself accountable. She's I'm available, you text messaging, whatever you, she needs and everything. Yeah. And I told her, how much did you even charge her? It's like $75. I'm like, oh my goodness. <laughs> so for 75 bucks, what does she want you to? Uh... To like wake her up in the morning? <laughs> oh, or what? You know what I mean? Oh. I'm like, come on, bro. So yeah. that's why I don't train competitors. Yeah, yeah I, I totally agree with them. And that's one of the reasons I've always struggled to find training partners even. You can't find training partners who can handle a little bit of a little bit of hard work and a little bit of consistency, uh, a little, little bit of trash talk too. Yeah, I can't work out with somebody and not trash talk. Really, I do. I can't do it, man. I don't work I with negative reinforcement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's. I think of it as positive reinforcement. Yeah. Uh, like this morning, me and, and the two big guys I worked yeah, out with, Luigi, uh, no? Luigi and Jesse, they're super nice guys. Bro. They're Thank very you nice for bringing them to of us. Of course, of course. Uh, Luigi actually donated a amazing jbl speaker for the gym oh nice so we're gonna put it on the body where the body on the other corner oh cool cool so it could be like surround so nice. we're getting the cable this week nice that's nice, nice huh? that's very cool yeah yeah hell yeah um and and his brother is just like like a just just a monster dude yeah. like he like back in the day he'd have been out in the battlefield swinging swords <laughs> no that yeah. dude he's just just the way he's, like built, he's huge <laughs> but this morning we were doing uh rows on the pulley machine uh like the seated rows yeah and I just, I was, I was doing something else. I walk over there. I see Luigi just got done with a set 
and Jesse was about to get on. I didn't even see the weight. I didn't look at the weight. I just said, what is that bitch weight? Put some weight on there. <laughs> right. So then he's like, oh, okay. And then he added like, <laughs> he added like four plates. I don't even know what the weight was. I was like, geez, I hope I can do it. You know? And then I, so he does, he does, um, I think, uh, uh, 15, 15 reps. So I was like, oh man, that's, that's, you know, that's, that's weak sauce. Uh -huh. I get, I do 16 reps just to, uh -huh. just to spite oh, cool. him. Right. So then, so then Luigi sits down he's like, oh, you guys are weak. He does 20 reps. I'm like, oh. okay. So then hey, you know, cool. so then I said that I do 22 reps. Yeah. Right. I had no idea what the weight was. I still don't know. I never looked, mm -hmm. but the whole time we were just trash talking each other. Yeah. We're that's like, that's cool. all, that's all you got. That's 20 you, reps. Yeah. Let's go. That's cool. Yeah. I think you need that. I think yeah. you need, you need, some people can't handle that. Some people uh -huh. do better. Just kind of Isolating. working out quietly on yeah. their own. I was That's like, what that. I, do. I, I work out quietly. Yeah. Yeah. I can do that, but I feel like the best of me comes out when I'm when I'm yeah. challenging yeah. someone and having someone challenge. You know me. the best thing when you help out a kid that's super hungry. Like I used to, I when I, I yeah. stopped being a trainer for three years, and the people will still ask me questions at the gym. I'm, yeah, and I'll, I'll be a young kid, and I tell them, if you don't miss and you kick your butt every time you come in and you have all that energy, yeah, I won't charge you like really yeah but your job is to always be uh 100 ready to work out and it would work like you'd come yeah. in and it's fantastic be so hungry to learn i so love what that. i do what do you think about this what do you think about that i've been eating like this you know what i mean and that's fire for you too. you know that's how louis simmons runs his gym mm -hmm. right west side barbell he doesn't charge anybody really? he actually he actually from from what i heard he pays well he definitely buys everyone breakfast like every day before they work out they meet at at uh, bob evans out there in ohio we don't have that chain here they go to breakfast. He buys everybody breakfast. Then they discuss what they're going to do that day in the gym. And he pays everybody's entry fees for the, for the powerlifting the tournaments. He does all that. But his big thing is like, I don't want to charge anybody because if somebody is, is, is not pulling their weight, I'm going to kick them out of the gym. And so he holds everybody to a really high standard. Like you guys are all welcome to work out here, but you got to always give me your best. You can't show up late to a workout. Wow. The guys get there. They work out at seven. They're there in the parking lot at 630. They don't wow. dare show up late. And how does he make money? Oh, dude. I mean, he's, he's the, the reverse hyper machine. He, oh, he, he invented, he invented that. Wow. Um, he's got, he's got, he's written so many books. I've got a stack of his books in this closet That's right amazing. here. Uh, you know, videos, he's, yeah. you know, just selling products, man. You know, he's, he's invented a lot That's of machines. Like our That's our goal. Like, you know, yeah. money that we, we, don't have we to read audiobooks together. That'd be awesome. Like we'll take uh, trips to Phoenix, mm -hmm. listen to an audiobook, Um, and then on the way back, another audiobook. Uh, what, what are you doing, that's Phoenix? That's our goals is to... It's for fun. Okay. Yeah. That, that's our goal to be able to help people. So one of the books, I remember it says, what would you do if you were a millionaire? Yeah. And you had to do it. Like if you... What would you do for free? Money I know what object. you would do. I've seen you post it on Facebook. What? You said you would train people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know, sometimes I have people that can have to stop because of the money. Yeah. You know, that's like the it's number one thing that people yeah. stop uh, training with you. Yeah. And I was just like, man, you're doing so good. And you just feel their life changing. Like I've had, I had a girl one time at EP and lost like 25 pounds. The little girl was becoming more um, confident confident, and everything. And I found out that she was pawning her rings oh, to man. be able to pay for training. Oh, wow. So I told her, Mija, don't. Like the next month, I'm not going to charge you. Just bring your notebook write down Bro, every don't, workout don't say that man people are gonna start people are gonna start giving you <laughs> no. sob stories no but you, <laughs> when you can you can like my mom would tell me you're a christian but you're not stupid you know when yeah, people are taking yeah. advantage you still of have you. to run a business yeah. yeah you know when people are taking advantage of yeah. when, when you they're really sincere you know and like yeah that's it that's cool yeah I'd, I'd like to do that too someday i'd like to get to a point where i can i can get a spot and have have a gym 
just for me and the people that I want to allow in there. Like your friends. And not have to worry about the rent and how to pay for the equipment and any of that. I think that'd be awesome. Oh, yeah. And that's the same thing. Like, I want a certain atmosphere that I want to build in my gym. Everything from the way it feels. Like, I love the warehouse setup. I can't go to a gym in a shopping mall, yeah. in a, something like that. It just yeah. doesn't feel like a gym it to doesn't. me. A lot of these, a lot of these franchise gyms you go to, I feel like I walked into a frozen yogurt shop yeah. and you walk in there. <laughs> like you know, a hotel. Just, yeah, that just doesn't work for me. And and the type of people that I want in there, the music, there's a certain atmosphere that I want to build. Yeah. And the only way that you could do that is if you're not concerned about how to pay the bills. Yeah. I think. Or maybe you just build it the way you want it and then you attract that crowd. But I feel like that's a that's a small crowd. That's a small portion of people that want to go to the gym and have their asses kicked. Right. Cause what do most people do, like especially in the summer? Right. Like, um, like, you know, when, whenever I hit the bag, I like to go turn off that, yeah, that, uh, that yeah, vent. Cold, yeah. yeah. Cause it's just like blowing right at me and I feel mm-hmm. like I can't even break a sweat, but what it's do true. most people do in the gym? This has been a thing my whole life. Uh, they, they do a set and then they go stand in front of the fan. I'm like, yeah. what are you, what are you yeah. worried about sweating? Yeah. Like, what are you, like, what's going on here? Oh, you came good. to the gym to sweat. Like by the time yeah. I leave, I want my shirt to be a different color. Mm. Cause it's just, it's yeah, just cause I'm sweating. Really hate sweating. Yeah. And you know what? Some people too sweating. are not, I've realized over the years, I don't know if it's happened to you, but just the people are not uh, love, love it as much as you do. Oh yeah. I would for sure. <laughs> like I've had people that I've been like, I'm training them for three, three times a week. And I was like, you know what? I'm thinking of giving you a fourth session for free because you're doing so good. Like, no, I don't think I'll have to. In my head, I'm like, really? Uh, like, Come on, you know? Yeah, yeah that's no, hilarious. Because they, they have to. Yeah, and that's fine too. You know, like, look, I, I definitely applaud anybody who really, really hates working out because some people just really, really hate it. I try to compare it to an activity that I don't really like. Like I try to think like, what's one thing that I really don't like doing? And that's how working out is to some what people. Is it? I have to think about it for a minute. Yeah. but that's it'll, it'll come to me. It, yeah. yeah. And, and, but if they still say, you know what, I'm, I'm going to be somewhat disciplined with my eating. I'm going to go to the gym three times a week, even though I'm not going to work out as hard as the guy next to me, I'm still going to go three times a week and I'm going to maintain a certain level of health and, and wellness and fitness. And as I grow older, I still want to be able to use my body when I'm 50 and 60 and 70. And so that's fine, man. Like, you know, I I respect that. I wouldn't want that in my gym, right? (laughs) Like Mm -hmm. if I have a gym, I don't want those people in there because I feel like they bring down the the level of aggression in there. That's one thing Um, that we were concerned because we used to have a personal training studio and we catered more to like professionals and stuff like that. And we wanted to do the whole warehouse style gym. Yeah, you know? I love the warehouse. So we were gym. like, yeah. have you heard we of Metroflex in Los Angeles? Yeah. Long Beach? Yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah, so I've seen videos. Metroflex um, is kind of like our model that we copied. Yeah. Yeah, we went yeah very cool. We, we went to LA to visit it, get inspired, you know? Yeah. And um, it's just like hardcore warehouse feel. You yeah. Know? And um, we, I were, love that. we were concerned because we do train the professionals that, you know what I mean? And that if you notice the professionals that, that are like intimidated thing. by that type of style of training. I don't know if you've seen it, but I've seen it. I've seen I've seen videos on YouTube. Yeah, no, but you've seen people get intimidated by that style of training, like people that kind of oh sure, sure. oh yeah, 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 yeah. want to go to a studio, yeah, 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 or want to go to a private gym. You know what I mean? It's kind of like hard. Again, they can feel it. They can feel the iron in the air. Uh They go, "Whoa!" So what we what we 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 manage to kind of like balance, have the best of both worlds. Yeah, like if you and you come in at night. All the soccer moms were there today. Yeah. And then you're playing. That's my favorite time to be there. (laughs) No, because I know you hate that music. I was like, I was listening. It was like a reggaeton. And I told myself, 
I bet you Jimmy's hating. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a little bit rough. Yeah. So that's what I tell you is that great for dance, but, but like in the evenings, it's more a younger crowd. Yes. So they play the rap music or yeah. like the harder yeah. rap rock. Music. So we yeah. try to balance it with who's there at what time. Sure, sure. Yeah, and it's really tricky. And you're always going to have those outliers. There's always going to be a person who just you know, there's that's not their their uh that's not their type of music or something like that yeah 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 but i mean you know when you have that many people there if there's only like a few people like sometimes i go at a weird time like at 2 p.m there's only a few people there i'll go talk to the guy at the front desk like, hey can i put some you you know can i put yeah. some metallica or something like that yeah. Yeah. and usually if it's just a few people in there it's cool yeah. but then if there's a bunch of people I'll ask sometimes, but I don't have any expectations. I'm like, you know what? It's not. I'm not the only person working out here. There's like 30 other people. So yeah. it's hard too. Cause remember the time um, that Amanda said that a uh, uh, person came in and just walked out. Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, that she had referred like the old man, kind of and he came in and he and he heard it like all super loud music. And oh, super man, I'll tell you the 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 worst music type for a gym is um, the last gym I used to I used to be a trainer at. The guy would, he, he was a, a devout Christian, which is totally fine. But every now and then he'd bust out with like, go, music? like gospel music, really? yeah, like Christian music in the really? gym. Yeah. And I'm like, I had a conversation with him. With the, I was uh-huh. like, dude, this would be like me dropping a deadlift bar in the middle of church. Yeah. You know, like yeah. it just, it doesn't, doesn't work, man. It doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. People would be falling asleep. Like, <laughs> I, remember, Ooh, I, I, hate I remember my clients one morning, it was a Saturday morning and my clients are like, dude, we're about to leave. Really? Like, we, we can't work out to this. Yeah. So then I go tell him and he just turns it off. I'm like, okay, so now we're going to work out in silence. Wow. I, guess, I guess that's better than, than, yeah. I mean, yeah. That's crazy. Though. I didn't know that. You know <laughs> when we started getting into our faith, we, we actually got the idea of our gym at a church conference. So you didn't, you didn't grow up in a Christian household? No, I was Catholic all my life, you know? Well, I mean, yeah, but still Jesus. Uh, yeah, but my parents would just go Easter, uh, Christmas. Okay. Yeah. That's they're they're yeah. CEOs. Yeah. yeah. We would right. never um, get into what, what, church. And what's that. that joke about being a CEO Christian on Easter and what was it? <laughs> no, Christmas, Easter. I don't know. There's a joke about it. I don't, oh, I don't remember. I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Anyway. What were you were going to say? Yeah. We got our idea from. Uh, yeah. So we got the idea. Conference. And um, some like one time I tried to sneak in uh, uh, worship music. It was like, a oh party. man, <laughs> this guy goes up to me. This old guy goes up to me. He's like, can you please uh, change that gospel music? Yeah. And that's when I was like, okay, I guess people don't like it. You know? So yeah. then I started Not just putting uh, rap or, or rock or whatever. So then now it was so many bad words. Like, so yeah. many bad words and right? that turns Especially some people now. off. Yeah. So then I went to the um, Pandora and I did, uh, like when you filter stuff. Yeah, you could do like the I clean filtered. version yeah, yeah. of rap music. So I yeah. filtered it, bro. It was nothing but Justin Bieber and Selena Gomez. Songs. Oh, no. <laughs> and I was oh, just no. like, oh, my goodness. Really? And I just <laughs> went back to just like the, it's hard. Like the, the, the rap. That it's just like the popular ones. You yeah. Notice like the newest ones, they the say. Ones? But the newest rap, they say the P word. Oh, everything. Over and over and everything. over. I'm like, yeah. why yeah. did it say so many So we try to keep it like with the old school. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. And I always wonder when those songs come on, I'm like, Lizzie's about to change it. Yeah, because <laughs> he doesn't hear the lyrics, but I always I, I, just I, can, don't I can hear the lyrics. It depends if I'm if I'm really in the zone. Sometimes I get to a point where the music is tuned out, but I kind of need a certain type of music to get to that point where I no longer hear it and I'm just focused on on the task. Yeah, yeah I zone out, and even when we're driving, we don't listen to music. Mm. It's quiet. That's cool. Yeah. 
Yeah, and we just talk. That's cool. Mm-hmm. That's good. It's good that you can talk. Yeah. Yeah. So many people don't know, don't know how to talk, <laughs> especially couples, man. Yeah. It's like I see. Well, that's see... why we started our podcast because we had so many cool conversations, like yeah. just over lunch or driving. We're like, yeah. we should just record our conversations. Yeah. <laughs> well, I heard you talk about one time you had me laughing because you guys were talking about the, the Theragun, mm-hmm. um, which is a recovery tool. We can, we can explain it to people more right now. But then Shane tried it on you like during the podcast and you couldn't stop laughing. Yeah. It, it, it me. <laughs> like, I thought that was so funny. Yeah, Does that work really well? I've, I've messed with it just like briefly a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody had it at the, at, the, at the dojo and I just like messed with it a little bit on my quads. Uh, yeah. Does it really work? What, you know, what body parts you do you feel the, like uh, it's uh, best for? There's a, a ball, right? Yeah. And then there's a, an attachment that's flat. So uh-huh. Everybody always tries a ball. Okay. And that one hurts a lot. But if you do the, the flat attachment, like whenever I do arms, oh. I'll do arms and I'll just sit there watching TV and just put it like that. Bro, I am not sore at all the next day. Really? I'll just put it like that and then I'll trade places like that on my quads, everything. It yeah. Work. Or whenever you have like a really good, like really hard knot in your muscles, like on your quad or on your glutes, just put it there and you can get that. Yeah, knot so out. You well, I heard that that's. That one. I heard it was originally designed or maybe not originally designed, but the, the, like one guy was talking about really the intended purpose of it was at least, at least for him was leg muscles. Cause they're so hard. It's so hard to foam roll a hamstring, a glute, a quad, like to get a, to get a glute to unlock is really difficult. Or you got to sit on a massage ball, like a lacrosse ball. And that's just uncomfortable and it sucks and you can't get it just right. And it takes forever. And so he was looking for a, for a quick way to the, the, the um, Faraz Zahabi, the guy who invented the Tim Tam, which is a derivation of of, yeah. uh, of the Theragun, mm-hmm. he's talking about that. Like it takes forever to unlock a muscle in his leg, whereas like lower back, for me, the best thing I found is is a lacrosse ball. To just put that under you on the floor, and you can bridge up and put more weight into it. Yeah, um, that that's that's really helpful. What what all do you guys do for recovery? Stretch, mm-hmm. drink aminos. You ever do ice baths or anything like that? We do. Uh, we do hot baths, Epsom salt, a lot. Yeah. Almost every other day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And as, I, I guess it must work for you since you. Since you I feel so great. Much. It's like super relaxing. Really? Yeah. We do is it, I wonder, oil. is it just CBD the hot water too, though? Yeah. What is that? CBD oil. Okay. Have you, you used it? Never have. No, oh, it works. It you know, works. I'm really skeptical of stuff. And we had a, uh, we had a sponsor that wanted us to try it. Okay. Send them people, you know, and he was at, have you ever heard of the, uh, the cakes? Uh, Small cakes. Small cakes. Remember, there was like a they would sell like five dollar cakes over there by UTIP. No, it was all pink. Mm-mm. Well, the owner started doing the CBD oil and it took off. It did really well. Oh wow. Um, so you know when when you start doing a lot of cardio, the back of your uh, knees are sore and tight. You know, so I just said, you know what? Let me see what happens. I put it on. Within twenty seconds, the pain was gone, and I tell myself, "Come on, really?" So the next day, I tried it again. I was like, "Put it on," went away. Wow. It's like yeah. a the pain that goes away. I mean, I don't, yeah, I guess it goes away definitely like for that day. That's interesting. And it, I tried it out myself and it does And it work. relaxes your muscles so much. Like he'll give me a CBD oil massage and I crash out. Like there's no <laughs> night, night. Me up. The quality. Yeah. That's, is, how he, that's He's doing that on purpose, yeah. by the way. He's like, hey, you're too hyper right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, I try to sleep. She tries to sleep at nine on Saturdays. I'm like, really? It's Saturday. I'm go I love to sleep. Nine? <laughs> yeah. Sleep is good. Yeah. Yeah. I love sleep too. But um, yeah, you have to get it in a good source. You can't just go to like Circle K and buy it there. Right. Yeah, you have to get like. You know, really well, that's always the tricky thing, though, with supplements is you don't know if if what the label says is true. Yeah. Is right. Like the, there are certain brands that I feel like 
are legit. Like I use some supplements from on it, which is, uh, yeah. you know, we talked about Joe Rogan. He's part owner. Yeah. I feel like he wouldn't like just put his from, name on something. Yeah. He wouldn't put his name on yeah. something. And, and especially that he's so big on supplementation and health and fitness. Yes. I just kind of, I just kind of trust it. I trust them when the brand has a lot to lose, for example, like there's a, a trainer that's selling protein and aminos or whatever. I'm not going to just be like, oh, yeah, give me some, I'll buy some for you. But if it's a multi-million dollar company, yeah. that it could be sued if the product is not good or, you know, or get in trouble for yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have trust like that. Yeah. And there's a brand of protein that I use. I've actually been ordering it for so long. I don't even know what it, what it's called. But uh, this guy told me that he sent a sample. I think it's, it's by Ultimate Nutrition, I think. It's like a purple tub. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guy told me that he sent a sample one time to a lab and and uh, verified its contents and he said that what's on the label is true that it's just like yeah. clean protein and ultimate nutrition is really old i remember i don't know how old are you 28 oh that's super old because i remember when i was in college i used to see it and it tastes it, it's not like the best tasting when i was in college but everybody all of us knew that it was good quality yeah you know what i mean I just put it down, man. I did my yeah. protein shake. Sometimes I have leftover coffee. Like I make a coffee pot in the morning. I go to, I come back. There's a little bit of leftover coffee. I put the coffee oh, yeah, in my protein. Good. I put yeah, turmeric in there. I put whatever, man. Oh, yeah. I just, you just down you it. Make it. You don't even yeah. really taste it. Um, I also recently, you touched on glutamine. What does that do? I ordered it recently. I started taking it, mm-hmm. but I have no idea what it does. <laughs> I just started covered. taking it. Yeah. I was like, I've heard about glutamine <laughs> before. Let me try this stuff. Oh, I had, cool. I had a lot of points from on it because I ordered some equipment. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was like, let me just get a tub of glutamine with this and yeah. try it. It's pretty much like aminos. It's for recovery of your muscles. Okay. It's like, faster. You know how they have those college when you're on a budget and they tell you, okay, if you're on a budget, what supplements should you buy? Yeah. And then they were like, should you chicken choose breasts. creatine? <laughs> yeah. Egg, egg whites. <laughs> so chicken, uh, chicken breast. You can get a dozen uh, eggs for like a dollar. <laughs> yeah. So glutamine or creatine, you know, like that's like uh, your college kid, you know what to get. They say get glutamine. It's more important than creatine. Yeah. Cause creatine is really? from steak and food. Right on. But so are, are there foods that you know of that contain glutamine? I haven't looked it up. No. No, but I know that you can get creatine from your food. So it's more important yeah, yeah. to get it from yeah. a supplement. Should I ask your sister? Yeah, I will. I'll, I'll, I'm going to pick her brain about, about all that on, on Friday's podcast. That'll be cool. Um, you know you, what you should do with her? Hmm. Uh, kind of like a bro science and see like if it's true or not because <laughs> yeah. We, yeah, like we true went or to, false. yeah true or false because we went to i don't BSN. know how much bro science i know though yeah. that's oh, the problem yeah. it's because you're yeah into bodybuilding. I'm, I'm kind of insulated yeah no not really because when we um we went to bsn uh they flies out to do this class in chicago and one of the classes was bro science facts and fallacies yeah yeah so you're yeah. like what no that's true <laughs> there's a book so called facts and fallacies of strength training Really? Yeah, it's been it's been promoted by Louis Simmons actually, and I've been meaning to read it for like two years now. I just haven't gotten around to it. Yeah, which probably tells you something about my discipline. <laughs> it needs to be better. <laughs> Lately, I haven't been very disciplined with my nutrition. No. Yeah, I'm always. I've never missed a workout in my life, but my my eating. So, how many meals are you eating a day? Oh, dude, it just depends. I don't, I don't track it that way anymore. I used to, but oh, five small meals, three oh, big meals, whatever. That? Yeah, I used to. Not anymore. Now it's like, I think lately I've been pretty much just doing breakfast and dinner. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll snack on some cashews in the afternoon, something like that. Mm-hmm. But I like, I, I don't like being weighed down by food throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, I, I think maybe that's because I'm getting closer to thirty. I didn't have that problem in my early twenties. <laughs> <20s. laughs> but yeah. um, but I mean, metabolism sense. slows you down. 
it makes sense. Like the whole intermittent fasting. Have you heard of it? Yeah. Intermittent fasting. Yeah. I love it. And I feel like it makes sense. Like you're doing my, that right now. Yes. I've been doing it for two years. How do you do it? I eat between the hours of nine to five. I don't need anything before oh, really? or after. Nothing. Wow. And when do you work out? At eight. Eight a.m. Uh-huh. And it doesn't affect your workouts. I haven't so, affected my strength or nothing. Okay. And there's been. Um, so yeah, so you're doing a sixteen-hour fast, yes. which yeah, which is I think the, the that's the most uh, commonly prescribed one for people that work out. Yeah. You know? and, there's um, the extreme intermittent fasters who do one meal a day. Meal a day. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? I was talking to. I tell my clients this. Um, I have like about ten friends that are doing it at the gym, and I tell them, you know what? I used to be bigger. And I used to eat six meals a day, but I didn't feel healthy. Like right. At two in the morning, I was going to number two to the restroom every day. It was like a on the clock. I'd wake up. Probably two. have a good amount of fiber in your system. That's no, why. I don't know. No, because you're constantly eating. Your uh, digestive system is constantly working. Right, right, right. Like, yeah, yeah. I was bigger. Yeah. I was having more muscles and everything. But I, inside, I didn't feel healthy. Right. Like right now, honestly, but like I wake up, like lean. Yeah. I feel like my stomach is completely empty. You feel like. Please. Is that when you take pictures of your abs yeah, first thing yeah, in the morning? Yeah. But um it just makes sense, bro. Like even um like friends of mine that I've known, um, there's a guy that from BSN that does it from, from LA and he's like, you know what? Over here, the doctors are all fit. It's not like you know what I mean? Like yeah, I, I like El Paso. That. I love seeing a fit yeah, doctor. I like in El Paso, bro. Like I have a hard time finding fit doctors and having a conversation <laughs> for sure. Well, what he does, he says. I always have co- cool conversations with doctors about the intermittent fasting or whatever. And it just says that you, when you overfeed an animal, you'll kill it. Like you have a little chihuahua and you overfeed it. It's not going to last you 12, 14 years. But if you have a, a chihuahua that you feed it once a day, like fasting kind of, it'll last you forever. Don't you think? Hmm. I think it probably depends on the type of the animal, right? I think humans oftentimes go wrong in trying to compare our, ourselves to animals and try to mimic our behavior off of animal yeah. behavior. Yeah. In martial arts, I think the goofiest thing is somebody who's going to fight me and is going to stand in front of me like a flamingo. <laughs> I'm going to tie kick yeah. that leg. I'm yeah. gonna, you know what I mean? Like they're just going to get destroyed. Like don't, don't try to fight like a flamingo. Like an dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I think similarly in, in nutrition, you know, a, 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 a crocodile can eat a chicken a month. And they can survive off of that, right? If we ate, if we do, whereas we would starve to death, yeah. right? A lion needs, I don't know how many pounds of meat a day. They eat a lot of meat and that's all they eat. And they're okay with that. You know, I used to joke with a friend of mine, he, he's a vegan and he's telling me like, oh, you got to, you know, if you, you'll do so much, but he watched some documentary. He goes, oh, if you want to, if you want to put on muscle, I don't know. He goes, if you want to put on muscle, go vegan. Look at all these bodybuilders who are vegan. I said, dude, look. A lion eats nothing but meat and it's all muscle. Yeah. Look at a look at a cow. They eat nothing but grass. <laughs> and they're all fat. Like, but don't they say about the just, stomachs that they have different stomachs? Well, it's DNA. Yeah. Of course, it's a completely different creature. So that's my point. Like, I don't think we can really compare ourselves to animals and say, well, if you feed a cow this much or a horse that well, much. Well, I think a dog. The dog person is a dog. How much <laughs> how much similarity is there, however, between the DNA of a dog and that of a human? I think it's like which is well, well. So interestingly, interestingly, when it comes to uh, intermittent fasting experiments, a lot of those, I think, all of those are conducted on mice. Yeah. Right. And so, if you let a mouse, uh, if you if you deprive them of food for sixteen hours, sixteen hours, and you let them eat for eight, even if they feast for those eight hours, they don't put on any weight. But I heard this doctor talk about it, and he goes, "A sixteen-hour fast for a mouse is a lot longer than it is for a human. So we're not sure to what degree those benefits extend." 
So I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I can't do that intermittent. No. no. Should disappear. I starve. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just feel like I have a you're meat, taking uh, carb to lower, drinks during yeah. your workout. A middle to lower metabolism. Really? It's great. It's great. I had a client that lost 70 pounds on it. Looks amazing. Mike. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and it's just it's it could so work. So what well, again, another thing I've heard is like the ultimately what makes intermittent fasting works is caloric restriction. Exactly. Because you have a smaller window. feeding window. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You are it's overall so taking in less in. calories. Yeah. yeah. But then there's people who kind of treat it completely crazy and they go, oh, well, if I have, if I only have eight hours to eat, I'm just going to be eating nonstop yeah. for those eight work. hours. That yeah. doesn't work. Yeah, you know, it, do you, do you do cheat meals? Food. Yeah. yeah. Do How do you work in? Like what, what's your, what's your go-to? What do you like? Uh, what do you like to cheat on? Cafe Italia. Cafe Italia, the pizza. 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 Yeah, I've break, never had it. I got to go try it. I've heard a lot about it, but I've never tried it. It'll change your life. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll go it try it out. It tastes like it's legit from yeah. Italy. Yeah. Like there was a, I owner, in Italy. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, we got the, married in Italy. Yeah, oh, that's cool. Yeah, the owner was yeah. saying that uh, one of his friends brought an Italian that was like a super douchey. Uh-huh. And he's like, just waiting for him to talk shit about the pizza. <laughs> and he's like, oh, this is so good. Oh, uh, that's authentic. great. And he's like, when, after he said that, I was like, oh yeah, it's legit. You know? So do you, do you, how do you do your cheat meals? Is it once a week? Is it always on the same day? Is it twice we'll it a week? Friday how do you do Saturday it? Friday night. date nights. Yeah. Okay. Either Friday, Friday or Saturday. Friday or Saturday. Okay. And so do you, do you like totally, do, do you just do a meal or is it like a two hour window or is it like all day? Well, when how we're do getting you do ready it? for a competition, we just do one meal like a week. But then yeah. like right now, since we're not getting ready for anything, we'll do like, like maybe Friday night and Saturday night have yeah. a cheat meal. Bro, I think Liz is going to get you fat. Yeah. <laughs> no, I've already <laughs> got it. 40 years. She's bulking. and yeah. 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 No, sometimes she'll tell me, like, you want something? I was like, oh, that's not. Like, oh, yeah. she made this pumpkin pie cheesecake. cheesecake. Bro, I oh, took wow. last year, I remember that I had two slices and my abs disappeared for three days. They, just, they were just like blurry. <laughs> like pure milk. Like blurry, blurry bro. And I was like, <laughs> that's so hilarious. Today, she was eating it in the morning and she's like, you want something? I was like, no, I'm good. You know that's hilarious. Mean? And it's not that I'm, I was just crazy. Yeah. Though. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> when you're around a lot of people who don't understand your lifestyle, though, you have to constantly explain it. Mm-hmm. And oh, th- yeah, the hardest, hard. the hardest people for me to get that, to get through to them were my, my grandmother, I would say number one, my mom kind of came, came around, you know, it didn't take too long when I was training MMA and all that, I was living with her. So she would see how, how would you don't, how I would eat and all that. But my grandmother, I'd go to her house, you know, my grandma wants to cook like, yeah. Mexican grandmas and Lebanese yeah. grandmas are very similar, similar. and they're always yeah. feeding everybody. Yeah. So I'd go to her house and she's cooking and, you know, she'd be like, uh, you know, so then I, I would tell her like, no, I can't eat this. And it took her forever to actually understand, understand that. No, I can't eat this. But then I'll just mess with her. My grandma curses worse than really? a sailor, dude. Really? Yeah. Like she only speaks in four letter words Yeah. and I, you know, she'd make a salad. She'd be like, Hey, you want some salad? I'd be like, no, thanks grandma. I'm on a diet. You son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My mom was like that too. Uh, my mom was like, Get out of here. There's no diet food. We make it yeah. tamales so here. Started, what are you doing? started shredding and she started seeing us actually. Mm. So what are you doing? <laughs> so that, you know? Yeah. And that's how she got into it too. Yeah. My mom's ripped, bro. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. My mom, I've, I've always failed at, at getting her to work out. I'll stop trying. I mean, it's you, hard, bro. You met my mom. Yeah, yeah. I took her to the gym. You but, know what? You know? I've tried my mom to have patience. Like I have no patience with other people than my mom. You know what I mean? Like mm. I remember that I would try to train her and oh my goodness, I was like, mom, do four raises and she'd be like 
That's me, a hundred percent. So she moved to Juarez because uh, she was here because of all the killings and all that. From uh-huh. Juarez. And I would tell my brothers like she has a paid house. Yeah. In Juarez, why is she living in a little apartment in El Paso? Like you, you, nobody ever visits her. Everybody's so busy with their lives, you know. Yeah. So she went back to Juarez, and we got our trainer at a local gym, which is like. How much is it a month? It's like 80 bucks a month for the whole for month. Like every day, right? For every day. Yeah. And yeah, she doesn't much? go? So no, no. Yeah, she goes. Oh, she goes. Yeah. Oh, oh that's good. Oh, yeah. I'm so proud that's of good. Her. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she came she, around. Yeah, she goes and she'll be like, well, I try to do, a, uh, what? I don't know if she's doing a mile or two miles, but she's like, no, two miles. And she's like, but after each mile, I have to sit down like for 10 minutes. And I'm like, mom, <laughs> that's cr- great. That's amazing. Two yeah. miles a day. It's like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's okay if you have to sit down. That's amazing, yeah. you know? I'm gonna I'm gonna just make fun of my mom one more time <laughs> before we before we switch topics. Recently, her brother, who's they've all like their family's always been just tragically overweight. So her brother recently uh, went on the keto diet for like a month, and I think he dropped something like 15 kilos, something like wow. that. Like he he like he's actually slim. He always had a big belly. He's always a skinny guy, but just big belly. The belly's gone, wow. like complete flat stomach. Right, heavy smoker. You know, he always eats whatever he wants. And so my mom was like, oh my God, I'm going to try the keto diet. My brother lost so much weight. She did it for like 12 days. <laughs> she goes, she's like, I gained two pounds. I'm done with this. <laughs> How many days? Two weeks? I think like two weeks. Yeah. So I like that. Yeah. 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 Hey, um, you, you mentioned a little bit ago about um, with the CBD oil that it would make your knees feel better. And I heard you talk about it on your podcast about low impact cardio. I'm really big on that, man. I th- I've been telling people for years that if you're not a runner, don't run. Yeah. Right. I mean, people who are like 120 pounds can get away with it. Maybe I'd say like 140, 140, 140, 150. You could do running for cardio and it's not going to bang up your joints too bad. But like I'm, I'm 205, man. I don't run. I tell people if you're uh, after a certain weight, after like 150 pounds, you probably shouldn't be running, Yeah, you know, or at least not running that much. I understand some people like to do it for, it does like a mental thing for them. I'm like, cool. You want to run a couple miles yeah. a week, go for it. But when I see guys who are 200, 220, yeah. they're running, I'm like, dude, you're just destroying yeah. your oh, knees, yeah. your ankles. Oh yeah. How do you work in your cardio? I used to do that though. I, for two years, I started running three, four miles a day and it started, my knee started hurting me. Um, I started getting knots on my calves uh-huh. and I just realized that no, I can't do this anymore. And I just started walking and I started seeing the same results. Really? He does it at four in the morning. Mm-hmm. How long do you walk for? Five. And are you doing it? to 50 minutes. And are, are, are you doing it like on a, you're doing it on an incline yeah. and um, do, do you ever, do you ever uh, do something like use ankle weights, put on a no. weight vest, I do eight, grab a eight dumbbell? Incline, eight incline at 4.0 speed. So you're kind of like power walking and if you put on okay. your hoodie, and you put on your your waist trainer for like to sweat, you know, uh-huh. the sweat sweater thing, the yeah. neoprene waist wraps. Neoprene waist wraps. Yeah. Um, you start sweating so much, so much. Okay. But you have to really like, not just like like you're. Yeah, you got to get in there. Yeah, yeah, you have to be like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like uh, a good rule uh, that you told, Lizzie told me was like that if you're doing 30 minutes, you have to at least burn 300 calories. Interesting. If you're doing 40 minutes, you have to at least burn 400 calories. If you're oh. not, so you're going too slow. Yeah. Oh. So that's kind of like a rule of thumb that I do for myself. And I always get it. I'm oh, always wow. like, if I do 40 minutes, I'm at 400 calories. If I do 50 minutes, I'm over that, you know? Yeah. Interesting. 
I the only time I'm ever on a cardio machine is when I'm traveling and I only have the option of working out in the hotel. Uh, my cardio is hitting the bag and jujitsu, but when I am traveling, one thing I like to do is get like a 25 pound dumbbell, usually sometimes 30 pound dumbbell, and I'll walk on the incline, just one dumbbell, and every three minutes I switch hands. Really? Yeah, because wow. that imbalance. And you're walking on an incline and you're constantly having to, to correct, wow. right? Because the dumbbells yeah. point you to one side. It toasts my lower back, obliques, yeah. my grip. That's a cool um, tip. Yeah. Yeah. I, to, to me, to me, that's like my number one cardio when I'm when I'm traveling. Wow. Yeah, there's not much you could do in a hotel. Yeah. In, in a hotel. Yeah, so I tell my clients that sometimes you have the intention of working out. So I'm just at least go to cardio in the morning. Mm -hmm. And everybody's asleep, or they're gonna give you crap for working out in the holidays yeah. or on vacation. Just go and do your fast cardio in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. I do crazy cardio. Why? Yeah, I do running and Stairmaster and sprints. Most of the time you're like 130 pounds though, right? Yeah. Yeah. You'd be all right. Yeah. What, uh, why, why fasted cardio? Well, there's a lot of people that, you know, like theories that yes, it works. No, it doesn't. Well, what I've always been taught is that your glucose levels are low. And then you're like, you know, like you're go after five minutes, you go directly to your fat source. Then compared that if you did cardio at 5 p.m., first at 30 minutes, you burn all your glucose, uh. all your sugars. And then after 30 minutes, then you go into your fat stores. So if you do 45 minutes of cardio, you only burn fat for 15 minutes. Then compared in the morning, if after five like minutes, you start burning fat. So you burn 40 minutes in the morning. And is, I tried it. Is that bro science though? You know what? <laughs> <laughs> I think it, it might, might be. be, but it, we've it seen results be. like with our clients. When I've, I've had clients that... They were doing cardio and everything. And then I'll tell them, okay, try to do it fasted now. And they'll lose weight just by switching yeah. it to doing it in the morning. Interesting. Even myself, I think I've, done, I've tried doing cardio in the afternoons. And I haven't seen results the way I, throughout the years. You yeah. know? And, and so that's the only variable that you changed and you, you controlled for everything else. You just went from doing cardio in the afternoon to fasted cardio. And you got positive results. Yeah. And you know what? I've and seen it with my eyes. I've been sure. doing this for yeah. 18 years. So you're, I've been in the gym, like a gym like this for yeah. 18 years. I've seen people try things. I've seen yeah. people, you know, like trial and error. I've done trial and error things. I've done zero carbs. I've done all. So I've been experimenting with everything for years. And I could tell you like what I've seen, you know, yeah, with certain body types, stuff like that. That's interesting. I just wonder because, you know, again, I, 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 this is not an area of expertise for me, but I feel like if glycogen is stored in the muscle, then... You even weigh less in the morning. Have you noticed that you of weigh course. like three, five pounds less? Yeah. If you Google it, you're going to see so many people for it. So many people against it. Yeah. Like there's no Mixed real opinions. Yeah. yeah. There's no like, a that's interesting. Mm -hmm. source. Do you, do you ever lift weights fasted? Yeah. Every day. Yeah. Uh huh. You don't feel like your energy yeah. levels are affected. No. You can and go I, with I started just seeing as hard. A, uh, intermittent fasting video that were saying that when the, a vulture, when they, when they're hungry, they're laser. <laughs> yeah, they're laser. At least it's not a flamingo. Yeah. Yeah, it is, it is. So these uh, are focused because they're starving. They're hungry. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, they're alert. <clears throat> like a lion's alert because about to hunt. Yeah. Right. But what happens when they eat? They get lazy. They, get they take a nap. Yeah, exactly. Rest and digest. So they say it's the same concept when you're working out. And it is true. Like, for example, my bench. You're more when ferocious when you're hungry. Yeah, you are. Yeah. You're I can see focused. that. The only thing that happens when I'm hungry is I end up driving way too fast. 
Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I run stop signs. Oh, really? I, yeah, 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 yeah. It's because like, you guys have fast metabolism. <laughs> yeah, I, are, I believe I do. I mean? Yeah, you have such a fast metabolism that you're hungry every two hours, three hours. You know. Yeah, yeah, but see, again, part of that is just mental conditioning. Is understanding that I'm not dying. My sport performance is not affected. Yeah. I'm okay. Like that's the big thing is people used to think that if they don't, if they didn't eat every two hours, they were going to lose muscle and they were going to lose strength. And not really. There's plenty of bodybuilders who who eat just one meal a day and it's a massive meal, or they do three meals a day. There's people who do six meals a day. There's people who do intermittent fasting and they're yeah. still putting on muscle and competing. Yeah, I'm gonna send you a video. See if it gets you to try it. Okay. Video that. <laughs> All right. It's really cool. I always send it this. I always send two videos to my clients that are getting into it. Okay. One of them is like a whole thing about how, like the whole science to it. And the other one is a nurse uh, from, you know, the TED Talks. Yeah. So it's a nurse talking about intermittent fasting. And she says how much a woman gains weight after certain ages. And she's talking about, because the whole intermittent fasting, when it started coming out, everybody was against it, that women shouldn't be doing it uh, with women. Okay. So she shows how much women gain weight just by itself, like without even trying, you know, because of their age and stuff like that and how the body changes and how amazing it is for, for, uh, for women. And she talks about how back in the days when somebody was having a seizure, they used to think that they were possessed with demons and they yeah. would lock them up in a room. But what they didn't realize is that they weren't feeding them. So now they're using intermittent fasting with patients to have uh, seizures and they've been seeing uh, crazy things, uh, positive changes in them. So the whole, the whole, the, it's a nurse and she was talking about it. You'll, you'll like it. I thought you were going to go down a religious road on you that one no, and say, yeah. you know what? We actually now know that they haven't been invaded by the devil. They just, they just, <laughs> but she says, they're having a seizure. No, but she says too that a lot of major religions have fasting in them. Yeah. If you think about it. Yeah, but I don't know. I think the reason Christianity That's does it is to try to get you to feel focus. what it's like to not have, uh, it's, it's to try to get you to 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 identify with like those less fortunate or something like that, isn't it? Well, I think I think is it? I yeah. think the Catholic way is like I don't even understand all all the differences between the different den yeah. denominations, but because Jesus went forty days without food and water in the desert, and then people made up, you know, decided that we got to do something similar to that. We got to follow his his footpaths, right? Is isn't that how it started? Or I mean, I don't know. I think like mainly like we the deviated big time is, right now. Yeah. <laughs> I know this is like a major yeah. digress. <laughs> yeah. We should go back yeah. to. It. <laughs> I think it's mainly like to focus on prayer and not. Yeah, focus on that's what we see. Yeah, well, like if I could focus fast. better on prayer when I'm satiated, yeah. I'll tell you. Well, she, did <laughs> media, she did a social media fast. Yeah, I did a social oh, really? media fast How did that for work? Easter week, and it was really nice. Like, like what kind of fast? In the like moment, you just delete all your social media. Oh, oh, a social media. Okay, I thought yeah. like you fasted yeah. and you reported it to social media. Okay. No, no, no. <laughs> okay. no, no. She stopped. Uh, oh, that's that's probably healthy. Yeah, it's it it's probably healthy to take a break from it. Yeah, every now and then. it is. Because uh, it's I a do. lot. And you guys have a million pages. Yeah. Like yeah, when, so like, I just started <laughs> finding out. I thought you had the page for the gym and then you each have your own page and then you have a page for the podcast and yeah. then you have the yeah. Facebook and the YouTube. Yeah. And yeah. You have a million things. But just try everything. Yeah. You know, see what hits. Yeah. Guess so. Um, when you're trying to put on, when you're trying to put on size, like you're doing that right now, Lizzie, are you? Do, do you focus more on negative reps in your training? Because I know that's something bodybuilders are big on, like lowering weights slowly. Yeah, that I've been doing a lot. That, that let's say somebody like a sprinter or even a wrestler should not do because it's, it it makes you bigger, but it makes you slower. Yeah, yeah. No, I do a lot of time under tension or holding it 
holding it five seconds, holding it four seconds, three seconds. I'll do stuff like that. Okay. Or I'll do the the negative reps. So I'll hold like five, four, three, two, one, really slow, you know? Yeah. But they say time under tension is what helps build muscle. So I try to do that. That's something you learn with this new coach. Do you find that you get more muscle soreness when you're doing slow negatives than when you're not? Yeah. Yeah. I get really sore from it. Yeah. That's the big thing, right? Is uh, it, it, the, the negatives are what really break down muscle, muscle tissue. And then that's what causes soreness. Yeah. Then you recover. Yeah, if you're doing everything super fast, also you're not doing it heavy enough because how are you doing it so fast if you're, if you're trying to lift heavy weight, you know? Well, it, it depends on, too. it depends on what type of strength you're training, right? Yeah. Like if you're doing explosive power, Right, like explosive power is defined by the steepest increase in strength in the shortest amount of time. So if you're doing a box jump, it's it's full explosive power, especially yeah. if you're doing a max box jump, but it's it's real quick. Yeah. If you're doing speed strength, it's you know there's a certain velocity that the bar moves at. Whereas if you're doing absolute strength, it's a little bit slower. Um, and if you're going repetition to failure, then yeah, you're not going to be able to go uh, yeah. at, at a high at a high rate. For, yeah. for a, for yeah, a sometimes I'll do the reps to failure too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's super important for sure. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I, I was listening to Dorian Yates. I don't know if, if you guys have any thoughts on this favor, how much of his training you've, you've looked into over the years where he talked about, he used to work out four times a week when he was competing or when he was, I guess, yeah, competing bodybuilding, but every workout was only 45 minutes, but he went to total muscle failure, both concentric and eccentric. So he would do like, let's say a bicep curl. He would do it all the way until he can't lift the weight anymore. Then he'd have someone help him lift the weight and then he would lower it and work to eccentric failure because you always, you always lose the ability to raise a weight and to lower it uh, first. You're stronger in the negative too. Yes. You can lower about a time and a half what you can raise. machines that I ever used. Can, can you Denver. just can you just move in a little bit? Or? It was in, in Colorado, and it was a machine that you would put. It was digitalized, right? So you put 120 pounds for the positive, 150 pounds for the negative. So you'll be doing oh, wow, boom, and then the machine's pulling you, and you're resisting. Dude. You're resisting, bro. My back would feel like it was gonna explode, and I've never seen any machine like that. Anymore. I've never heard about this. That. Is I'm talking to you like uh, 15 years ago. Why isn't that more common? Yeah. And the machine, I remember Maybe that it looked like the Nautilus ones. Like the Nautilus yeah. ones? Like, yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Maybe and that's like, yeah, you can't. And I would tell my friends, I was like, you cannot get that with weights, with you know? Anything. No, you yeah. can't. No, that sounds amazing. I've never thought about that. Well, my back, I remember that I felt like it was going to explode. Like just. Yeah, I bet. I've thought about correcting for the strength posture curve from studying Louis Simmons. Like that's why I'm big on using rubber bands on the bar is because as you get to the top of the lift, your joints are at, biomechanically, you're at a better angle to finish raising the weight. So if you put bands on the bar, um, as you get to the top, the band is stretching. And so at the bottom, mm -hmm. you're, moving, you're moving a lot of weight. And at the top, you're moving a lot of band. And so you're, you're pushing through the, through the entire range of motion. You have a lot of resistance. Inertia, it basically corrects for inertia. And the right. negative too, no, I would imagine. On the negative, it yeah, shoots you down faster. But you resist, no, on the negative. Of course. Shooting. Yeah, of course. So that's what overspeed eccentrics are. It shoots you down faster and it creates a stronger stretch reflex to raise the weight up faster. So it, it generates more power, simply put. Yeah. You ever mess with that? You ever, you ever use bands in your workouts? You're just I've a straight up weight Just to like muscle confusion myself. Yeah. yeah. Like we'll just put the bands in, but I don't do the bands on the bar. Yeah. I've seen you do it a lot. Yeah, not so much anymore, but uh, I try I try to, to to incorporate bands whenever possible. Yeah. I haven't been doing much of, of uh, 
classical lifts lately. I got, you know, I've been doing more, uh, more what people call functional training. I'm not, I haven't done really any bench press except with the earthquake bar. Remember you tried the earthquake yeah, bar one time? Oh that God. thing's ama amazing, huh? Ah, it's crazy. Yeah. So it's like a bamboo stick, right? Mm -hmm. And you put bands and the hanging weights, but you lift it, but it's moving so much. Like yeah. You feel like muscles firing it up. Yeah. It's like shaking. Oh, wow. And you, you have to stop it from shaking, man. Yeah. You yeah. Stop it from shaking. Ah, man, you got to keep your lats super tight. If you're doing a bench press, you got to keep your lats super yeah. tight. And it just, you have to develop those stabilizers. It's, it really throws you off. Yeah, it's called the earthquake bar for a reason because it, yeah. it's just, it's vibrating the entire time. So what time. lifts can you do with it? He said bench press. Squats? I've never done squats with it. I've done bench press. I've done standing overhead press. I really like because yeah. you have to, you have to like grip the floor with your feet, yeah. you know, otherwise it'll, it'll, it'll make you, it'll knock you on your ass. Uh, and I like just holding it and walking, right? Like for like a kind of like fire or pulling a sled and holding the earthquake bar, right? Uh, Again, you know, this is like, yeah. for me, this is like, this is what I consider fight conditioning. Yeah. Yeah. And so if I'm pulling a sled and I'm holding the earthquake bar and the earthquake bar is shaking the entire time, um, I, I really like that. And I'll do overhead presses while I'm walking with it. I, I do that out back. Um, to, to me, like those are my favorite things to do with it. I like to do... Occasionally, I'll do bicep curls with it and uh, and skull crushers. I love doing skull crushers, but you got to be careful because you can you can break your nose. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I can tell you, so. yeah. <laughs> uh, for uh, as far as low impact cardio goes, you ever pull sled? Yeah. I've seen you push I've the sled it. at yeah. the gym. Oh, pulling no. Yeah, no, never, never. Man, I really like pulling. Yeah, sled. really. Yeah. I'll try it. Yeah, you just you, you. I mean, you tie it to your to your weight to your weight okay. belt. And you just walk and drag it behind you forward, yeah. backward. Okay. Um, forward is probably like power walking, like pulling with the heel. That's 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 the one that I do the most. You know what? It's because I think I know why. Because I don't like putting clients backwards because they'll fall. I've mm. had so many I've seen. And and so like I tell the trainers when I get a new trainer, just be like, I tell them, you know what? If you think in your head that it could hurt somebody, like, yeah. don't even don't try do it. it. Yeah. Like people, yeah. 80% of the clients that we have are people just wanting to be fit. To lose yeah, weight, yeah, we don't sure. train any athletes, you know, right. yeah. or uh, yeah, college athletes or stuff like that. So, I I used to work in a gym one time where we have bungee cords, right? So you uh -huh. run, yeah, and have yeah. the resistance, and walk. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't like that. Dude, it was so <laughs> much yeah. fun. It was, it was so fun, much fun. But then one girl went. One flying. of my clients. Oh no! Fell, fell, the thing dragged her. <laughs> oh no! It was like a cartoon. Oh said, Okay, we're never doing that again. At another gym, I had a, a rope. That uh, you could climb. That you could climb, like with knots. Yeah, yeah. And one of my clients, can I use it? Can I use it? I'm like, those are dangerous, no. man. I've her, ripped my fingers up on. Yeah, climbing it was had knots. Okay, it wasn't yeah. even like without knots. Yeah. So she did it on the way down. She let go like six feet. Oh no, six yeah. feet before she got there. Broke and not broke her ankle. She uh, it was just got it was like yeah, that's like a. You know, when they, when they get like freaking, um, yeah. huge, they have to have crutches. Yeah, she probably tore something yeah. in there, probably popped a ligament. And something. I took it down the next day. So there's yeah. a lot of stuff as a business owner that you have to kind of like you gotta think twice I about. I had um, a client just, just doing like cleans with the bar. She broke her nose. She broke her nose. Oh, oh no. With like, you, Noah. Yeah, with me. Yeah. Ouch. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it was like a little break, but she hit her nose. She's like, oh, I hit my nose. And I was like, you're okay. You're okay. And, and then, then blood like, everywhere. It was broken. Oh, <laughs> no. Yeah. So that's something. I can see that. So it's yeah. like, you have to be really careful. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. That's probably the biggest reason you don't really see resistance bands at a lot of gyms. Because people yeah, don't know how to use them. Like, uh, I saw a clip one time of a guy using them for bench press. Um, 
he unracked the bar thinking it's going to be just like weight. You're going to hold it and then you're going to bench. But as soon as you unrack the bar, that band is active. Totally it's not just down. gravity. It's, yeah. it's a force that, that's, that's beyond gravity that's, that's acting on the bar. And so the bar just snapped onto his face. Just, I mean, smashed his face, oh, man. Oh, Wrecked him. Oh. Yeah. As a trainer, for me, always the, like, the scariest moments were the very first time that somebody would do a squat mm -hmm. or a bench press. Yeah. with rubber bands i would oh, yeah. i keep my hands right under the bar uh -huh. for like the first five oh, reps okay. and even with the earthquake bar i stay real close until they get the hang of it because people will smash their face with it yeah i wouldn't even try it if i if i knew that people could do that i was like it's not worth the risk <laughs> oh. yeah i mean again it depends on who you're training if you're if you're if oh, the yeah, people that, if the population yeah, yeah, yeah. is not athletes you're then right, you don't need it right, right. But deal with athletes. I mean, you know how it is, yeah. man. You always have to find new ways to yes. get to another level. It's actually level. harder to train athletes. Very much. They get stronger. I, yeah. I've had guys that I've had to spot with 100-pound dumbbells, and I'm like, oh, yeah, really that's a bitch, yeah. And you know what I mean? Yeah. You get a workout helping them train. You know? <laughs> yeah. And with my girls, I'm like, five pounds. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And I have a client that tells me, thank you so much for being my trainer every time she works out with me. You uh -huh. know what I mean? Yeah. amazing? Oh, that's yeah. cool, man. No yeah, lady. that's nice. That's nice. Yeah, I... <laughs> Well, yeah, different people, man. Different people, different needs. That's how it goes. But yeah, with with, with athletes, like you always have to come up with new ways to. What what um what's um when you feel how how often do you guys rotate the stuff that you do? Like, are you somebody who constantly switches exercises, mm -hmm. or do you do sort of you know follow up a particular routine for like a month, and then you say, you know what, I don't feel it working for me anymore. Yeah, no, I always do muscle confusion. Like every time, all the time, every time, every week, it's different. And how how do you break down your training? How do you program your days? Like, do you have do you have set muscle groups that you train yes. on a particular day? Yeah. And okay, how do you all know it? Um, well, three days a week, it's like regular, just shoulders and arms one day, legs the other day, arms, so triceps, day, biceps, yeah. the whole thing. Okay. The they're missing. A lot of my clients, I have like a high percentage of clients that do four days a week. So I'll have the girls. What I'll do is I'll do. One day quads and booty, the other day hamstrings, and the other day supposedly upper bodies. Oh, really? And they seem. How long do you spend on just quads and glutes? An hour. Really? Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. Just well, I know how to hit every muscle at every single angle. Right, right. Like every right. single angle. Um, even the, the glutes, we separate them into three, three spots, like mm. outer, upper, lower, stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we target every single angle. So that takes you an hour to do it. Yeah, with my clients, I do it different. We do like one week, we do legs and then upper body and then a leg cardio where it's like jumping and sprints and stuff like that. And the next week it switches and we do upper body, lower body, and then uh, upper body with cardio. So always the last day I make them do more cardio intensive stuff. Yeah, so she does like a rotation of body parts. Interesting. That's sometimes for my clients, but for myself, it's twice a week legs, right? With you, sometimes yeah. do one day. Yeah, it's hard to it's hard to program people's workouts into three days a week, right? Because yeah. like when what, how often do you, do you all work out? Six days a week, seven yeah. days, six. Yeah, so you can get more, you can break things up better. Yeah, but when somebody's training twice a week, and it's hard enough as it is to get them to come three times a week. Yeah, you know, when I started personal training, I remember that um, they were teaching me how to be a trainer. I was like, the majority of your clients are going to come three days a week. What can you do with three days a week? People lose weight. Of course. Yeah. I mean, if you go from doing nothing to even working out one day a week, you're yeah. gonna you're gonna have some positive results. Yeah. Yeah. Well, 
Um, I, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> I had a question when you were talking, and I had a question. <laughs> what time are we gonna? But I forgot. What, what time do you got to go? By three. Yeah. By three. Yeah. What time is it right now? Oh, it's two fifty. Yeah, you guys, you guys got to get your your afternoon clients. Yes. Well, that's cool. Well, we can wrap it up, man. This is this this was good. I think yeah, we, we talked we talked us. about a lot of stuff. Of course, thank you. We were seeing your um, your um your guests. Uh, like you interviewed John Crow. Yeah. It was like two hours long. Yeah. That yeah, guy yeah. talks and he doesn't he let you go. He's good, man. Yeah, he's good. Or whatever. Uh-huh. And he's just obsessed with bodybuilding. Did you guys yeah, talk he about is. Body? He's obsessed. Yeah, bro. yeah. Well, he's also a, a pharmaceutical, pharmaceutical rep, yeah. so we're kind of in a similar line of work. Oh, okay. So we talked a little oh, bit about that. Okay. Yeah, we talked about like how to, you know, having to do virtual meetings with doctors because oh, we can't go to the. I clinics. thought you guys did the whole bodybuilding thing. I forgot that he was into that too. Yeah, there was quite a bit of bodybuilding talk. Um, yeah, he he was he, he's pretty good. There's gonna be, I mean, all a lot of the local bodybuilders are, are people I know. So you probably pe- the same people that you know. You're gonna mm-hmm. see them on here soon. Uh, yeah, that was a fun so one. Far besides us, <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. I, it's hard for me to pick favorites in any category, really. But uh, I, I've had I've had a number of really good ones. Ken Del Valle was a trip. Really, Who is he, he was a trip, man. He's a Vietnam veteran and a criminal defense attorney. Wow. And he's at that stage in life of like he just doesn't give a damn what anybody uh, thinks about anything he says and it's just yeah. like everything just comes out completely unfiltered it was <laughs> really funny man he's telling me a story about how he stole a plane in africa what? and robbed a bank and wow. he, yeah, yeah, he could write a book yeah oh i did mean, he could write multiple books um he's lived a crazy life he's gonna come back that one was about three hours what yeah wow yeah. Uh, i just did one recently with uh, dr john I hope I don't mess up his last name. I call him John Scans Scanaliato. Uh, he, you know, he's he's also he's an orthopedic surgeon. And he trains with me in jujitsu, and you know, that was a lot of fun. We had some whiskey. You know, we had a good time. Um, yeah, there's been there's been a number of, of really fun ones. But uh, tell people about your show. What, what, first of all, like, what are you trying to do with it? Is it all going to be bodybuilding and nutrition? Yeah, or- it's health, love, and fitness. So we had we have given a few like relationship advice here and there cool. too. So we mix that in. And we and, just we um, just had a ton of stories like in the gym. Yeah. All right. like, people always ask us a lot of questions too so we'll answer questions on it and which we, we just keep it really short too it's like 20 to 30 minutes yeah yeah i've listened so to a few episodes yeah yeah it's 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 good yeah our goal is just to get it back up and running and then we'll start doing some interviews and stuff more too cool well how, how long we're have you guys been together 12 years, 12 years. oh we're wow. hoping to um well we start with you know that we're sponsored by a supplement company bsm yeah so we're husband and wife team right so we started a trend like now they're hiring um uh, up, what was it? The, the other brand? Uh, what's the BSN? The one that's, uh, Optimum Nutrition. Optimum Nutrition. Started getting a husband and a wife. So that's kind of like our goal, what we had in mind when we started all this too. Because if you notice a lot of fitness influencers, it's always just a guy or the girl. It's kind of hard for both of them to be at the same, at the same level. You uh-huh. know what I mean? Uh-huh. Yeah, a yeah, fitness yeah, yeah. Yeah. influence. Yeah. There's some yeah. that you can see that, but it's really not a lot. And yeah. uh, now it's it's cool. You know, and because it inspires couples to be fit together instead of just sure. one of them beyond. Well, I love seeing a fit couple, man. I think it's mm-hmm. awesome when I see when I see a couple working out together and they they share yeah. that interest. Yeah. And even if it's different sports, but they're in the gym struggling together and they understand yeah. like how like when you know if you're cutting weight for a competition, they're kind of on that same yeah on the in that same mode of meal prep and healthy eating. We forgot to talk about meal prep. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um um, just tell, tell people about your stuff, man. How, what, what do you want people to know? Your website, your, um, yeah, your they can visit podcast, all that stuff. Podcast.com and, and I'll put it all in the description. There. Yeah. It has all the links for the Apple, which we're trying to fix, but it has the SoundCloud links and, um, 
links to our other websites and social medias are all there. Swole and then we have podcast. a gym called Sun City Athletic Club. Damn right you do. Uh, I've been going there for three years. And then what else? <laughs> we do. Um, we're personal trainers, and we have. Oh, we're we're gonna try to have a baby. Oh no way! Yeah. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> That's just, okay. Our just next adventure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just cool. stop the birth control. So yeah. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. I wonder how that affects your uh, your 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 nutrition and all that. No, hormones yeah. and all that. I'm gonna track it the whole process. You're gonna all of a sudden yeah. you're gonna gain ten pounds. Yeah. You're gonna be like, no baby Shane. <laughs> <laughs> she, had a, she had a client. Was, a, was she an attorney? I had abs on her stomach. I don't think she was an attorney, but I I train a lot of pregnant women, and one time I had a girl that she had abs on top of oh, her. She, wow. Oh, she, like she would flex, and the little belly would poof, would see like. Yeah. I wonder if the, the baby all of a like sudden that. gets compressed. Like, stop flexing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Well, Swolemates podcast.com. Shane and Lizzie Martinez, thank you guys so much for having uh, us. It was a pleasure. So much See you guys later. Bye, everybody.